felt like he had to. Yes. <laughs> Am I a bear? Hello. Oh, are you a bear? Yeah, you're a bear. bear. You didn't conclude your wild shape. Dwarf ooze. <laughs> gravy. That's where we're starting. Dwarf gravy. Dwarf gravy. Yeah, it was definitely dwarf gravy. Mm-hmm. It was most gravy. definitely dwarf gravy. On that note, hello everyone. I hope you guys are doing well this evening. Gravy, dwarf friend. That's really all that's needed. Skynet. Uh, we're not great RPG, and we're here once again for the city of Oshwamp, uh, one of our very fun homebrew campaigns in which we are tormented weekly. I, I don't know. I wouldn't say tormented. I would say tortured. <laughs> fair, fair. I'm having different, a great different time. terminology. I'm having a great time. My character is terrifying. I'm glad you're into it. I feel like the clarification there, like, it, it exists, Splitting but it's hairs. not really necessary. It's very pedantic, you know? I know. <laughs> Everyone takes it differently. You know? <laughs> Uh, but we're going to go around the table real quick, introduce ourselves, and then we're going to have a brief recap and pick up where we left off last week. Uh, always, I'm Don, and then this week, I, and every in Tuesday, this in this week, uh, <laughs> for today, Next week, for one night only, uh, <laughs> we play Ethereum Revy, the Grave Domain Cleric. Never, I'm Lawrence, and in this week, especially on Tuesdays, I play Yalumla. In this week. <laughs> I'm Paul, and on this Tuesday, March 23rd, I play Mr. Felix Gray. It's been dated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Glenn, and I play Vorst. <laughs> I'm Sarah, and I play Retora every Tuesday, not just this one. Mm-hmm. All Someone's asking That's to a die. bold Forever I will I play, play Retora every Tuesday. Every John. Tuesday. Not just this one, not just the last one. Next Tuesday, too. Even the weeks were wrong. Mm. <laughs> All of them. Mm. Let's go into the next room. And I'm Nesgrim Chris Talk. I play DJ, and this is my deposition. <laughs> <laughs> is that like the second time in the campaign you've said your last name? Because yeah. it can't have been more than once. All no, I don't think I have. Is that, what's your last name? Chris Stock. Did you ever? It's fine. It totally has a wonderful you meaning. You never and did. Someday. No one ever asked. <laughs> you told us that you were a fucking goon. She said you're a goon. You're a fucking goon. No, I just went. Uh, <laughs> it was just the noise out there. Yeah, right. Somebody needs to quit. Oh, absolutely. God. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's fine. You'll find out eventually. Turn that or into a long time. Yeah, yeah. worry. One more <laughs> yeah. It'll just be another one of the wonderful mysteries that gets yeeted into the secrets channel. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm John. I DM this thing. Uh, last week we were still inside of Felfarth and we concluded our battle with the big ratipede friend known as the Bay here. Uh, with all of our friends uniting together and utilizing the Drift Globe given to Yalom Lo from the people inside of the city of Oshwamp as a reward for his reputation. Uh, dispelling the magical darkness that the Behir created, uh, Ritora and uh, Vorst continuing to climb amidst the uh, lower portions of the leggies, going up onto the neck for the bear. <laughs> Getting right into the throat and at the meat of the jugular area, Behir attempted to flee because of the psychic blast. DJ's already dying. It's a good sign. Uh, <laughs> You got him with getting right into the throat. <laughs> that was absolutely it. I love that you can identify. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Just uh, saw him go. 
<laughs> yep. Uh, Bangir tried to flee because of the psychic blast uh, from Felix that reduced my ability to attack. Uh, tried to disengage, tried to flee, uh, failed my climb check up the wall. Really sad. Uh, would have been a great time body slamming back onto you guys on the ground and crushing you under my weight instead. Uh, yeah, and then the opportunity attacks from our good, our good boy and our good bear. <laughs> Uh, ripped apart the uh, last bits of life from this fragmented creature, which then exploded in a horrific torrential storm from inside, uh, cascading lightning and thunder out from inside of its body, uh, spraying everyone that was within like the 10 to 15 feet with uh, glorious blood. Uh, there were a few of us that were thankfully outside of that range. Uh, yeah. Recognizing that that shit was pretty fucked, uh, and that Balor is now in fact gone. Uh, and that the magical items that had previously been uh, conveying light uh, and the natural sources of light were out. We still utilized the drift globe. We explored further, found a storage room, found some more uh, Gamdar recipes, because I have to do that stuff. Because <laughs> that's You're part welcome. of the burden of DM. It's <laughs> creating fabled Gamdar recipes for... Dwarf roasts and stews and shit. It's it's acting fun. like you haven't already done it. You literally gave it to me. I, I, <laughs> secretly, I wanted it, alright? I want a Martha Stewart dwarf lady. It's Gamdar. It's Gamdar. She has a vineyard in here now. It's canon. I have to add that in. Uh, I'll change one of the rooms. It's, it's in the very next <laughs> You're going there right now! Uh, it's right next to Six Flags. Oh god, no! <laughs> uh, in the distance, you just hear. I really hesitate to see Nesgrim on a roller coaster. <laughs> I feel like he just wouldn't look like he has fun. Probably not. Yeah, he didn't bald old. He probably stoked stone faced the whole thing. Just, this is boring. <laughs> so we're going to Six Flags over Felfar then, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. That's the next floor. Right. Um, yeah, so we went to the storage area. We went to the next area where there was a guard chamber uh, for receiving goods. We found the, the bathrooms. We found the big uh, great hall for snack towns. Uh, very long, nice decorated tables, some tapestries and paintings and shit on the wall of dwarfs with various states of historical importance for like neat things that they did. Uh, and yeah, underneath the table we found a suspicious puddle of what looked like, uh, blood, uh, in a, uh, slightly slurred, uh, like, slurry-looking composition, where there was, uh, fat accumulation on the top, separating from the lower portions. We recommended to Ether, like, hey man, that might be, a premier dwarf gravy. You should probably collect that. Certified grade A. For your TV. weird ritual things that you do. Uh, we found out so it's free range. We, we sent low strength ether under the table alone with the gravy boat. Yes, we did. And a spoon. Uh, yeah, and a spoon. Uh, and then the horrifying monster that was hidden within the puddle uh, assaulted ether, trying to grab him by the throat. He thankfully recoiled and scurried out from under the table. It came out. We saw how horrifying it looks as a, uh, you know, amorphous blob of gelatinous composition. Looks mostly like blood dripping down around it at all times, ever flowing. Uh, yeah, and it eventually shot its tendril-like tongue out of its mouth around Ethier's throat. Really gripped him up nice, really good. Uh, and then as we stabbed into the thing, we recognized that it would squeeze tighter on Ether whenever we harmed it. Uh, but Ethier fell, we got him back, and we hit it again. <laughs> it's a really good time. Uh, Rirda eventually, utilizing his 
dog bones. <laughs> really grip it up. Also grappled it off of Ethier, ripped it away, pulled it onto the table back behind our friends. Uh, as you know, the the life was gripped away from Ethier. Damn it! I was so close. Um, yeah, we eventually beat the shit out of it uh, with Yalin Lo uh, having prepared a strike for if it recoiled after attempting to tempt the fiend off of Ethier uh, by proposing his own neck. Uh, we stabbed the jelly, it dissipated, it kind of rubbled uh, <laughs> all over Reardo's chest. <laughs> and Reardo, while laying here on the table, uh, bathed now in the horrifying blood <laughs> as we celebrated the successful rescue of Ethier. Uh, yeah, that pile of blood began to wiggle, uh, vibrating slowly, almost like a, a swift, like... Uh, you know, around the edges at first, where if you were to slap some jello, <laughs> get the nice, like, little ripple effect, and it begins to reform over Reardus, uh supple body. <laughs> <laughs> Made of bone! Oh, he's, he's actually very muscular. <laughs> oh, gosh, I'm saying, I think he's decidedly not supple. No, not at all. He's, a, he's in fact, emaciated, but still toned, so not remotely supple. He is the opposite of it. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to say that we're absolutely picking up here in the midst of the things that are going on, and, uh, as this thing reforms over Reardus' chest, recalling that it was the individual who did, in fact, deliver the blow that separated me from my whole form. Sarah, please make a dexterity saving throw. I should say Retora. <laughs> <laughs> this, Depends this, on who you're trying to kill. Right? This is Bear Dex. This is Bear Dex. That's like a good. bad show. I did write as a bear. <coughs> Welcome back to Bear Dex. <laughs> my name's Bear. This is my Dex. This is a Pokedex. I love Dex. A bunch of different bears. <laughs> He's just a carpenter. A flat 14. A flat 14, you say? Indeed. I'm a dexterous bear, eh? But not an undexterous bear. It, mm. There's, there's no. Just a straight up, just plain a bear. old, plain old bear. Mm. White brown bear. Yeah. <laughs> just. A plain... Uh, yeah. I'll say that as this thing begins to reform on top of Reardon, gathering to a, a smaller portion of its previous mass and size, you see the the shape of the head begin to form once more, and as the lower jaw like would come into frame. You see, lolling inside of the mouth again, the tongue, it lashes out against you, and as it approaches your big bear fur neck, you slide to the side, and it gives, like, you know, a, a, a slap and a, like, holy shit, I don't like this at all. Uh, yeah, and we are going to continue inside of the initiative order that we previously had. And Sarah was the one who knocked me. So we go back to the very top of the order. It's just me. <laughs> Yay! Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm on top of Reardon. I wish. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm occupying his space. Uh, yeah, I'm absolutely... So you're cohabitating. <laughs> Listen, it's a slow start. Uh, yeah, I am 100% since I am attached to this man. 
think I should slow things down. This is moving really quickly. Right? Uh, yeah, I am 100% going to attempt to do that to my poor boy, Rirda. Which, this technically is not a trap or a spell effect, so he does not gain uh, the danger sense advantage. Not uh, me again? Hmm? Not me again? Mm, no, not you again. I'm on Rirda. I saw Jason Momoa earlier, and just <laughs> really in the zone, you know? <laughs> what's the closest feel, thing I got? Why do I feel like Jason Momoa would be perfect to play Rearden? He would. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Someday when this is not a film, <laughs> just us hanging out, we'll, we'll bring him over. Uh, fuck. Uh, yeah, Rearden has a solid 11. Uh, not good. enough. It right. isn't. <laughs> it it sadly isn't. That's oh, a thirteen. Uh, yeah. So I mean, as this thing's tongue lashes out against you and you slide away, it very swiftly retracts back to its presence. The remainder of the head forms. It becomes very presently aware of the fact that it is occupying the space of another thing. Rearda is the one who did, in fact, grapple it off of Ethier, who was its intended kill. Uh, and this thing just slithers back because it is comprised mostly on the like torso and over the stomach of Reard as he is still lying on his back on the table. Uh, slides and kind of like the face recedes into itself. And for those of you who would be on the side, you would see the face reform on where the back of the head oh. previously was. Just And uh, yeah. Like hover. One of those, uh, like those illusions mm-hmm. where it's like receded mm-hmm. yeah whereas it re- oh yeah. yeah yeah no real creepy yeah. I love it uh yeah and it just like envelops Reardon's face with its face mm. doesn't use the tongue just like distended jaw just latches onto his face with its face uh encompassing his face sure. Reardon wasn't blessed was he uh <clears throat> I believe he, he might have been he might have been because I, I think he was because I was going to target him with Bless, and I think he was Oh, baby, he is! <laughs> Come on, Reardon! Four, four! <clears throat> no! Is it a four? No. Aww. It's a one? Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, you watch us like... Uh, no, dude, thank you for reminding me, because yeah. genuinely I forgot. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rarita's face just kind of gets like enveloped by this thing. Uh, the best comparison that I would say is like the scenes where Dementors just begin to like fully ethereally attach and just like putting a stocking oh. over your face. Yeah, kind of, I guess. Sure. Criminal. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful about your house. Why do you think the cameras are here? Not for the viewers. Yeah. <laughs> so I can watch you. Uh, yeah, so uh, Rarita is. Unable to breathe because he can't breathe in water. Uh, which, ironically, now that I think about it, this would have been hysterical if I did it to you because of the cap of water breathing. It literally specifically says the creature is unable to breathe unless it can breathe water. Yep, so, told you, water. Yeah. <laughs> He'd just be sitting there. That Get it joke off of me. Actually, would have been straight good here. Uh, yeah, there goes my. Uh, my opportunity. That is my turn. Uh, the next in the initiative order is Donnie Boy. Donnie Boy. Hi. Uh, 
Come out and play. I'm not familiar with that spell. <laughs> Get out of there. <clears throat> Cast run. Uh, ooh. Ether tried to flee. Mm-hmm. It was <laughs> Does this thing look as well formed as it was the first time? No, no, no. Formed? It is reformed and is a smaller thing. Uh, it's still dripping blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does not look like it was able to fully reform at its previous capacity. So it does not remotely look like it's in good shape. And you're just here rear to like let out a you know the <laughs> gasp of air that was his breath that he was holding as this thing has. Uh, fully enveloped his face and is now sucking the life from him. That's our good friend Ether, having just recently stood back up. Uh, I'm gonna Sacred Flame uh, the ooze. Very good. Uh, deck save for me? Yes. Mm. Kind of damage type is that? Uh, it's Fire. radiant. Uh-oh. Hey, Don. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a natural one. Oh, that's, but that's it's radiant damage. damage. No, I didn't really want and he's, that. And he's excited about that fact. I didn't really want that. Roll your, no, roll your d20 first. Oh, right. Ooh. Where does a demon? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, he's boy. 19. Demon. You rolled a 19 I, on the d20? I did. Oh, no! <laughs> what did you do? Rip him apart. Roll another d20. He's part demon. Two. And it's partially gone to the... Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Is everything okay there, John? Oh, no. Uh, okay. So, for the 19, you got Wrath of the Gods. <laughs> Good. Okay. Deal twice the maximum result of your damage die, so we'll cap, yep. roll the two extra. Uh, it's between the two D8, it's uh, eight. Eight. Uh, so twice that, so 16. <laughs> uh, and we capped, so it's a D6. It's a D8. D8, so yeah. 24. And for what you've rolled on the major injury table... <laughs> Was it two? Yes. You have crippled one of his legs. Reared him? We don't know. The creature's movement speed is reduced by 10 feet and it has disadvantage on dexterity saving throats. Because it failed the save, it will accept the injury because it did not want the save. It is 24 damage. I take 12. Yep. He will also take 12. I will even actually say, simply because it nat one, it will take the full 24, and he will take 12. Okay. All right. So, because it's radiant damage to Rearda. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. Rearda also takes the full 24. <laughs> <laughs> so you watch as Ether just looks over at this thing. Would you like to describe how you cast Radiant Flame? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I would say that I... Um, I think what would happen for Aether in that moment is 
time would kind of slow down mm -hmm. a little bit as I'm like channeling the energy of whatever it is I believe in mm -hmm. that's not there <laughs> uh, and look towards this thing, snap my eyes open and snap in its direction. Very good. Uh. Uh, Demon Gun, thank you very much for the raid. Welcome, Thanks. everybody. Yes, thank you. Welcome. Thanks, friends. Thank you, thank you. Big damage to her. <laughs> Our good companion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is... Uh, as you engulf this thing in radiant light, and it, because it is in the space and presence of Rirda, attached to his face, you watch as some of the radiance that bays in this thing uh, from back over its face... <laughs> envelops downwards, and you see the burst of light kind of break through its own mouth as it is attached to Rirda, strikes Rirda in the face, envelops all of it, uh, and it once more bursts into blood and disintegrates all over the table, uh, smoldering away in thin wisps of little ash, and you hear Rirda yell out, Oh, fuck! That was good, buddy! Oh! <laughs> Uh, man, man. Are you okay? What? Are you okay? Yeah, that thing fucking hurt. Yes. Pull Rirda away from it. Mm -hmm. There's still yeah. a puddle, right? No, no, no. no puddles. Disintegrated, oh. thin wisps of ash kind of envelop oh, into the nothing. air. Nothing, nothing okay. remains okay. of it. Never mind. Yep. Yeah, he's just laying here on the table, just kind of like singed, uh, you know, little twinge in his eyes. He just kind of... Uh, blinks a few times rapidly and just looks over at you, you know, kind of down across the table, across his body at you, and just kind of smiles. I've never been... Holy shit. <laughs> I am very sorry. I did not consider what effect that would have on you. I What effect? Uh, the holy light. Holy light? Yes. That sounds nice. Uh... You, you, are, <laughs> you are okay? Yeah. Does he look alright? <laughs> I mean, he definitely looks uh, pretty pretty heavily singed. Uh, I will indicate to you that he does not look like he's bloody, but he looks like he's okay. pretty roughed up. <laughs> okay. Just kind of like rubs across, you know, some of the burnt hairs off his arms and chest like, oh, fucking God, man. Maybe you were a good cook, but so strong. <laughs> Almost tantalizing. <laughs> Tantalizing, even. Yeah! Yeah! Ezra gets it. Why don't you do it to him? Do you like it? <laughs> do it to me, bone boy. <laughs> uh, Nesgrim has been known to touch himself with holy lights from time to time. In front of other people? Yes. Oh, it's man. It's very audacious. <laughs> <laughs> it helps me recharge. <laughs> I guess that makes sense, you know. I've recharged me, kinda. Mm. I love Dwarven Ruins. <laughs> it's like the best time I've ever had. Okay. Oh, we're still on Twitch? <laughs> <laughs> For now. <laughs> Not great after dark. <laughs> and he just kinda like brushes himself off and stands up front of everybody and just kind of like looks around again. Still forget what we're doing in here. 
Bad stuff. Smithing plan. Continuing downward. That's right. <laughs> Cracks his fucking big knuckles. All right. Uh, is there more blood under the table? No. Okay. So the it the whole thing was mm-hmm. okay. Got it, it was utilizing the blood, but it formed from the from blood it. as got well. It. Okay. And consumed it. Sure. Got mm-hmm. it. Okay. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I was going to send. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Otherwise, he's going to collect some more. I really want that blood, though. <laughs> it really was a good idea. <laughs> uh, is everyone okay? Fine. Uh, I should be asking you that. Yes. Uh, I wish to conserve my magic, but uh, I could perhaps use with a... Uh, rest of some kind, a, a, a small one, if we uh, find somewhere safe. I agree. Until then, you should stay in the middle. Alright. I, I can do that. Maybe not climb under any more tables. You gotta resist the dwarf gravy, Don. <laughs> Just can't. Just can't. <laughs> About how long have we been down That's here? ask. Uh, in total from entrance to this point. Uh, realistically, probably about 40 minutes. 40 minutes? Mm-hmm. Right. You guys came in pretty early on in the day. There's still very much of the day left. Mm-hmm. Are you able to move now? Uh, yes. Uh, I will stay in the middle of the group. Yes. We can shield you for now. We'll find a place for you to rest. <laughs> yes, take my place in the middle. <laughs> Thank you. Just a hug. You could roll you up in like a tapestry and just carry it down the hallway. <laughs> he can ride yeah. on your shoulders. He could take a nap while we're carrying uh, him in the rolled up carpet. Felix, sure. uh, perhaps as we walk, uh, you could practice dwarfish with me. Sure. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, of course. Very good. Going to continue out from the Great Hall. The Gravy Hall. The Gravy Hall. Ooh, mm-hmm. I really like that better. <laughs> yeah, we would be heading uh, southwest uh, because as previously indicated where it would have split the pathway that would have been uh, on the right side heading north. Uh, it's completely blocked off by yep. uh, mounds of rubble. Uh, so we would walk the remaining distance. Uh, what would be our walking order? Now the Don is fucking in the middle. <laughs> I'd probably be first to front. So we'll go Vorst. Then May. Yalumlo because of the bright light. I'd be at the very back. Tora. Yeah. Then we'll go uh, Aether. We'll go, do you want to be next to Aether? We'll be behind, so in front of... Okay, so then we'll go Rearda, and then we'll go Felix. Oh, no, no. No, I would be next... Yeah, no, I would be next to him. Sorry. Okay. I you're good. I'll just swap them. So, Forced, Yalomlo, Retora, Aether, Felix, Rearda, Maskram. Mm-hmm. Cool. Dead center. Yeah. Dead center. Center. <laughs> <laughs> Take the shot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I will say that you guys begin to, uh, you know, make your way out of the Great Hall, passing on the one side of the table, uh, stepping aside from the, you know, broken chairs and other things of that nature. 
Uh, you guys were about halfway into the room, so it would be another uh, 35 to 40 feet before we would hit the, the bend to the left for what would be the next hallway for us to continue downwards. Nothing else that we want to do inside of this great hall. Great hall. Um, I mean, you had described that there were paintings on the wall, right? Correct. Yeah, there were a couple of tapestries, and then there was a couple of oil paintings and stuff. Okay. None it of looks them... like towards the mid-celebration, so like it looks like there are a lot of paintings of this room of various iterations of parties. I see. Mm. Yeah. This is the party room. Is there any... Kind of like Chuck E. Cheese. Is there... Are, there... are there any... Are there any images... Same horrendous thing. Uh-huh. Are there any images of dwarves sitting on one side of the table, maybe one's in the center? <laughs> no, there's no dwarf cheeses. There's no <laughs> Dwarf just... Uh... Dwarf, dwarf suits? Okay, good. Is there a mechanical behir in the wall? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like a, like chained up, like a Charles, my tickets! <laughs> with so many banjos, <laughs> so many banjos. Um, yeah. In these paintings, do any are are there um, gems in any of the pictures? In the pictures. Yeah, in the paintings. Uh, so not embedded, meaning actually artistically portrayed. Yes. Uh, or or anything in the paintings that looks like it's missing now. Like, if, if I'm looking at a perspective, if I can get a general vicinity mm. of, like, on the wall. Oh, in, in relation to the yes, trade. There are images of this room. Correct. Yes, there, you know, spot the difference type of deal. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you the investigation check. There are no dwarves in the room. Right? <laughs> Not, it's just ghosts. <laughs> what? Uh, Eleven. Eleven? Yeah. Uh, I will say that the uh, scenery looks almost perfectly aligned. Okay. Uh, same decorative pieces for the chairs, uh, same, uh, you know, artistic uh, carvings in the, the, you know, backings of the chairs and the heights for the headrest behind. Um, you know, it looks mostly like, again, uh, dwarves in various states of noble dress, uh, many of them uh, clearly intoxicated. Uh, you know, you can see like a big fucking dwarf friar pouring from a cask of ale into like four people's mugs at one time because he's, he's Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like there's anything off putting. It doesn't look like there's anything missing. I will say that in terms of gemstones, you would see that many of them are decorated uh, with gemstones and okay. jewelry and other, you know. Um, paraphernalia on the table and things like that but no no loose gemstones or anything like sure that. but it looks to be very highly detailed mm -hmm. because the the like actual carvings in the chairs are also painted mm -hmm. okay um mm -hmm. do any of the dwarves in these paintings look like balor uh no i will say that none How of about the dwarves yeah that's what i was uh yes next. you could see torvin in one of the paintings uh you can see torvin in one of the paintings that looks like it's uh uh, you know, they are, again, in a sense of merriment. Uh, the individuals who would be in this painting, you would see for a lot of them, despite the merriment on their face and the celebration, you can still see semblances of, like, soot and ash. Um, and, uh, you know, as you inspect the hands of the dwarfs of the painting, you can see that they look like very rough, callous fingers. A uh, few of them would still be wearing, like, a singular glove, and they'd be holding their mug or tankard in a non-gloved hand. Uh, indicating to you, yeah, Torben was indeed probably a minor. So, as a person that has looked in the eyes of a great many people to, like, determine their mm -hmm. merit, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do mm -hmm. these dwarves, one, look like 
they are is there happiness in their eyes? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh inside checking with panic. No, I'm just trying to see if it's like Don't well, they're all me. very happy and then we're trying to check with dead If you look at this panic it went vibe check. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> fail. That's the other thing. That it's, would be really hard it to determine been, from a painting. Sure. Yeah, like, no, they look players. like drunk yeah. party goers okay. having a wonderful time in this, again, Chuck E. Cheese celebratory hall. <laughs> <laughs> this is where birthday parties were held, man. Like, Very good. Yeah, dwarf. Zeus shows up and everything. Are there any, like, <laughs> cupboards or desks, cabinets, dressers? Uh, in here, no. No, no, no. No <clears throat> armoires, no cupboards, no nothing of that sort. Like china cabinets? Mm-mm. No, all the other things are uh, on the opposite side of that big old pile of rubble where the kitchen is. Mm. Mm. Very good. Mm. Right, I'm good. Taking our walking order towards the outside. Mm -hmm. Yep. Around the outside. Yeah. Uh, as we make our way towards the edge of the Great Hall, uh, Don, what's your passive perception? While you're in the middle here. Twenty-two. Cool. Uh, as you guys get towards the fane, uh, you know, the beginning of the turn, as you're kind of like looking away from the paintings, and you go to take your place inside of the walking order. You walk about five, ten feet, and out of the corner of the eye, uh, out of the corner of one of your eyes, as you're turning, uh, something catches your eye over on the table. Um, I'm gonna turn and look and uh, tap whoever's in front of me. Uh, hold on a second. Yeah. You tap Rotora <laughs> on the shoulder and say, "Hold, hold on one second. I'm a bear, uh, so yeah. <laughs> you tap Rotora and say, "Hold on one second." And as you turn around, uh, you see Reardo laying on the table with the thing attached to its face, still draining the life from it. I'm gonna run over to the table. Apertura, you feel a tap on your shoulder. And, uh, Felix, you see Ethier separate from the line and begin running back toward the table. We're still in the room, right? Mm hmm. You guys have only moved about like 10 to 15 feet towards the edge of the table, so he would not be very far. So if he's turning around and moving, he would only be getting about five to ten feet behind you. Just gonna, so he's going to brush past, run, and I'm just going to look in the direction that he's looking. Yeah. You see Reardon convulsing on the table as this thing is still attached to its face. You see its pulsating neck kind of vibrating as you see uh, you know, bits of Reardon's flesh rend from his face around the points where it's connected. You turn around and you see nothing. You see okay. Ether standing there looking at this table, very confused. I'm going to look back. We, we have to help him! And run towards the table, closer. Uh, can I grab Ether? As you a can bear? move over and grab him, yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm going to try and stop him from running. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will ask you to make a deck safe and make a strength check. Okay. We'll compare values. <laughs> That's a natural one. There you go. All right, I got an 18. So. Yeah, no, rear... Uh, I'm just gonna reach uh, out and grab the back of his. Ether in a state of panic, like begins to move and stumbles, and you just grab him by the collar as you attempt to move over towards the table. We have to help Rirda. It, it is killing him. I'm gonna look at Rirda. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna motion point back to towards him. Yeah. Still in line. You look over where they're gesturing, and you see Rirda standing there, and he just kind of looks at you. What? I'm gonna look back at the table. You don't see anything. You just see the table. Are you okay, Ether? Uh, uh, y yes, um... You hear a loud rumbling of thunder in the back of your mind. Uh, still in your head? Yes, um... Double check what you see before you go running. 
and Rarity just looks at you and smiles. You just see Rarity just looking confused and just a little bit of a, a grin. What's wrong, man? Don't you know me? <laughs> Do I? <laughs> Does it look like the same in his eyes, John? As he looks at you, you you see as he turns and smiles, you see almost like the ethereal illusory face of Balor kind of pressing out from outside of his face connected to his. Just looking at you. Don't you know me, man? You guys just see Rita look at him confused. Not smiling. Or... Uh, yeah, I mean, I you guys are in the area. You see Rirda with just, like, a sheer look of confusion on his face. But you see Rirda smiling. Uh, I'm gonna look over at Yalimlo. Yes? I'm just gonna keep looking at you. Yes? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think Balor might be inside of Rirda. Or perhaps just... Or still in my head, yes. Uh, something is wrong with Rirda or me. You are the one that is confused? Yes? Yes. Just keep checking with us. Still here, the. Uh... Maybe don't check with Nesgrim. Okay. He was seeing shadows. I still hear the, the thunder in my mind. Do I hear the thunder in his mind? As you are connected to him, no? Distant, but, uh, still here. It might get closer as we go down. If it is, in fact, the mountain. Okay. Remember to check yourself. Before you check yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll attempt to stand up with my five strength that I have oh, right can now. Can I carry Ether? Yeah. Do you uh, conclude the telekinetic link with him? Yeah. Uh, you conclude the telekinetic link and you hear Yalomo's voice in your head say, I think we found one of the entertainer spirits. As the voice trails off, you can discern that it trails into the voice of Balor, but it initially sounds in your mind like your friend Yalumlo speaking. I'm just gonna kind of like sit there and just grab my head. You're able to carry him. I'm gonna carry Ether. Yeah, and you bear pick up Ether. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? I was like, just gonna like put him on my back okay. and like Piggyback. walk like a bear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Four yeah. legs. Just, yeah. Oh, sure. You know, yeah, absolutely. Uh, not gonna just, you know. Fire McCarry. <laughs> 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 Throw him over your shoulder yep. and walk down the hall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, I will say that uh, obviously, Ethier, if you would be fine with that, you can be given a ride by Ratora while she is in her bear form. Yep. I'm <laughs> accurately frazzled and yeah, <laughs> really mm -hmm. unable to process anything. Mm -hmm. So as I guess we get moving and he's grabbing his head, I'm, I'm going to speak into his mind. Ether, mm -hmm. uh, uh, clear your head. We have Dwarvish. Right? 
Yes, uh, I, I am. I'm trying. I'm saying this out loud because I can't. Uh, you're gonna, you're gonna re- repeat after me out loud, and I'll start going okay. through the dwarvish alphabet. Sure. Slowly. Yeah. Are you doing that out loud, or is he I just am... speaking dwarvish? He's going to make these letters out loud. Yeah. Oh my God! Kill him! He's gonna sing his ABCs out loud. I'm not speaking. He's been possessed by seed string. Yeah, so we'll say that we successfully leave the Great Hall and we take the winding path down to the left. Uh, continues at a little bit of a, a wind, so uh, I guess like a loose L if the lower portion of it were to bend, extend down. Uh, goes for about 35 to 40 feet, uh, narrowing at a few points where obviously portions of the wall have collapsed inwards. Uh, doesn't look like there's anything in here. Uh, we still have the obvious bright uh, light from the drift globe, still for a little while. Uh, so in the areas ahead of us, we would see that uh, we come to what appears to be a pretty intricate crossroads, uh, where it's laid out with the, the central point of where we're going to be entering from, a uh, pathway that snakes north, so to our right, a pathway that snakes west, uh, so it would be straight ahead of us, and then a pathway that extends southward. Uh, so what would be to our left? Uh, the crossroads itself looks like, again, just a normal crossroads for what you would anticipate inside of a, a castle where, you know, walls uh, once more uh, kind of damaged again. Uh, obvious state of disarray. Uh, it doesn't look like there's anything in belongings. Uh, meaning clothing or equipment that would have been scattered around here. Uh, but we stand amidst this crossroad. For what we can see to the south, I will say that with 60 bright, 60 dim, you're able to see what would have been a large uh, archway with a framing for a door. The door currently is, uh, the two-sided doors are currently opened. And for what Forst and Yalimlo are able to see inside, uh, it looks as though uh, there are a pair of long rectangular tables and on the tops uh, of each of those tables are sets of what looks like cards, a chessboard, and there are various chairs and it looks like there are probably piles of coins on each of these tables. So this is like a room that then has the branching out hallways? Correct. Yep. And that door leads into the room? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the door to the south leads into that room. Uh, for what you guys would see northward, it kind of curves, so it's a difficult thing. We would have to take a couple steps to get the vantage point for that, but could totally do that if we wanted to take the, the peering over in that direction. Or if we wanted to investigate this aforementioned room with cards, chess, coins, and chairs. Uh, I'm going to take, oh, right. take a whiff. See mm-hmm. if I can smell that uh, that strong spirit smell coming mm-hmm. from one of the directions presented presented in front of us. Uh, it smells like it's coming from the west. It smells like it's coming from. So the it would west. be straight ahead straight of you for where you guys are at this crossroads currently. That's gonna be a good note. Mm-hmm. Smell. <laughs> smell. Smell <laughs> west. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna point to the coins. Game room, perhaps. Entertaining? Possibly. Don't think they would truck mine things through here. Do not touch the silver. 
Well, sure. Uh, d- don't touch the silver. Okay. One of those tricks. Uh, I'm gonna look. Is there even silver coins in the room? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would say with with sixty, I would say it would look like a combination of gold and silver. Okay. And I'm clarifying that Ether would have said that when you said coins without mm-hmm. looking up. I mm-hmm. would have just mm-hmm. said it. I'll stop the alphabet in your mind mm-hmm. and I'll pull out a coin. You, you mean like this? Uh, yes, but the uh, silver from the other room, the, the dwarven silver, the uh, hand in the hole. It's from there. Yes, uh, when I looked at it, that is what started all of this. I'll put it away. A, tr- a trick, then. Something along those lines, yes. Yeah. yeah, the smell that we had started tracking earlier of the strong spirits is coming from straight ahead. Should we continue that way? I'm not certain. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> of the three directions from where we are, which one would be directionally toward the center of the city? For hard to say, because you don't know the extent of how far westward you would be going. You know what I mean? Sure. I guess I'm thinking in terms of, like, we came in a door on the outside edge of the city. We've kind of, like, gone up and around, positionally speaking, from where we walked in. I would think walking straight forward from that point would be toward the center in Yalumlo's brain. Sure. Obviously, that could totally not be true, Mm -hmm. because I don't have a map of the city. Yeah, uh, make an intelligence check. Where did our map end? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Where did your map that you were given end? Yeah. Uh, Just a flat three. A flat three. I would say that you would probably feel like you're probably actually near the center, but hard to discern. Sure. Then to the Great Hall. At the Great Hall. At the Great Hall. Like right after that. Yeah. It's inconvenient. Hmm. Um. Does any path seem to go down more than any other? Hey, is anything on like a decline, I guess? No, flat level plane. Flat level consistently plane. for the flooring. Well, I guess if we have a lead with the smell of spirit, maybe best thing to follow. Mm-hmm. But, but perhaps we should ch- check the game room? If I you would like, we can, yes. Don't pl- plan on staying in the slums forever. True. There may be that is a risk that you are willing to take then yes I can come with you do you have light on your shield now I do (laughs) roll your burnout die (laughs) cantrip it doesn't matter roll your burnout die Belfar then fuck it's an 8 right now (laughs) (laughs) why do you remember the 8 oh because he burned out because he burned out last time Mm -hmm. Six. Very good. 
if you wish to look inside, we shall stay here. Sure. Watch out. Would anybody else like to come? All right, Felix, let's go. I'll let you lead the way. Yep. I'm if I'm, sword and shield out. If I'm carrying Ether, can he take a short rest while being carried, depending on how? I would say that he'd be uh, he'd be capable of doing it if we traverse for an hour without anything impeding mm-hmm. his rest. Yes. Uh, so. About how far away is this door that we're letting them walk off to by themselves? Like twenty five feet. Okay. Perfect. I'm still doing the alphabet in Ether's mind. Okay. So it's Borst and Nesgrim are making their way towards this. Felix and Nesgrim. Felix and Nesgrim. We're just going to stand outside of the uh, the room. Cool. Uh, okay. Uh, you have light on your shield now? Correct. Yep. Cool. Yeah, uh, as you guys reach this threshold, you can see inside the room itself is illuminated now. You can see that the room obviously was once bigger. Uh, the majority of the... As you're looking into it, what would be the back left wall is southeast. That wall is caved in uh, for a good probably 15 to 20 feet of consumption of the room that would have previously been here. You can see large uh, spoked areas of the wood structure that was utilized in the support frames for in the corners. Uh, scaffolding, kind of like where we've got for framing things out, just as a decorative property. Uh, yeah, you see that there are uh, a litany of silver and gold coins across these two tables, kind of splayed out. You can see uh, sets of cards uh, clearly in what would have been belonging to individuals while playing a game of probably poker, for what we would know. Um, but, you know, it looks like there are segmented areas of cards that would have belonged to a chair. Uh, same for each side of these tables. Hmm. Uh, and in the back left, or sorry, back right corner as you were looking into the room, so opposite the corner of where uh, the rubble and cascading is for the walls, uh, you can see what looks like a small set of, uh, you know, uh, moderate, like smaller barrels. Again, still a barrel, not a cask like we've got. Uh, a pair of them, and on top of them you can see what looks like a cork, uh, a little spout coming out from one of the sides, and you see on the height of it like three or four of these looking tankards. Sure. So as we enter the room, I'm going to look around, and you said that there's it's splayed across different tables. Yes. It doesn't look like an overwhelming amount, right? It's just... No, just looks like probably, as you guys are standing in the area with bright light, looks like it's probably between, you know, 15 and 20 silver, and then like 5 to 10 gold. Okay, yeah, I'm going to open my coin pouch and oh. just start one at a time. <laughs> you watch as, you know, Felix just opens up his small coin purse and begins picking up these coins and dropping them in. You hear the clank as the metal hits each other inside of the coin I'm purse. sorry, I didn't specify. Huh? Mage hand, right? M- mystic hand. I'm not touching the coins. Cool. <laughs> While he's doing that, I'm gonna just kind of peruse the game tables and see if I can find a whole set of cards. C- c- could you grab the chess set? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Grab the chess set. You have a chess set and you have a set of a deck of cards. Just like Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> I'm even green. Uh, anything else you need in here, Felix? N- no. Yes. Not, not that okay. I see. Okay, let's get back as quickly as we can. Once I'm done 
How far away are they? Still hasn't told me. 25, 30 feet. They're only about 5 to 10 feet into the room. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to just start counting. Mm-hmm. Up. One, two, three. One, like. two, three, four, five, six, seven, of metal. eight, nine. Sound like he's ten, doing it at the same time that Felix eleven. is doing the thing. Approximately, you're close enough in perceptive range to be able to hear the clanking of coins because there's not really much other noise being made. But yeah, sounds like you hear a clank of metal and then you hear Ether counting. Another clank and another number. Walk Ether away from the door a little bit. Sure. Just... You okay there, friend? 14. <laughs> Yes. 16. You counting the number of coins? Uh, I am not sure what I am counting. Uh, just the desire to count. Sure. Thank you, Ritora, uh, for carrying me. I know you're a bear. Mm-hmm. Just saying it anyway. <laughs> You collect the chess set, you collect the deck of cards, you collect the, uh, we'll go with 18 silver, and we'll go with 8 gold. And then I think uh, as soon as we were done collecting those, we're going to quickly make our way back to friends. Yeah, you just walked 30 feet back, you know, you weren't that far. Standing here in the crossroads to the west, you still have the odor of what uh, is associated with the, the heavy, uh, you know, astringent kind of like rubbing alcohol odor to the west. Um, I will ask you also, since you're standing here in the area not really doing anything to make mm-hmm. another perception check, uh, still it's a smell, so with advantage. Just because there are other things that I can say that theoretically you probably are going to be able to get some kind of odor of. So it's an 18. 18? Uh, I got yeah. 16 on both. <laughs> I will say that from uh, the pathway that extends north, you get the odor of rotting meat. Uh, and from the pathway to the west, mixed in with the astringency of rubbing alcohol, you would smell fur and hay and stagnant water. really like that the chair just naturally has me like slightly <laughs> slide over just to be able to look you in the eyes. Even when I'm not doing anything, it's just the very natural slow. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> as though something is rotting in that room over there. Perhaps where they were keeping the foods. The kitchen would have been somewhere in this area from the other room. Um, if it's more storage, then the other way is more likely to lead down. Yes. It also smells very wet and stagnant down there. So, maybe lower. Shall we? Yes. If you are all ready. Yeah, let's in, go. Into Ether's mind. 
can pick up where we left off. Sure, yeah. He's continuing to go over the alphabet with you for Dwarvish, for mm-hmm. the relation for sound enunciation for what individual runes would associate with. So we'll say that you guys are doing that. Mm-hmm. You said that you wanted to go to the west. Yep, go into that uh, fur, hay, and stagnant water astringent smell. Cool. Uh, yeah. So I will say that uh, the passageway to the west extends about 15 to 20 feet and then takes a hard left about 10 to 15 feet further down. It would make a hard right. Mm-hmm. If you would like to just continue along these hallways, because again, hallways. Uh, you guys have bright light. There's nothing hiding. Floors and walls and ceilings are staying about the approximate same size and shape. Yeah, moving through cautiously, just looking for any sort of tracks or anything that might be yeah. dropped. Uh, I will tell you also that one of the things that is prominent is that uh, in these areas there are not spider webs at all. Mm. Uh, once we hit the crossroad, the presence of spider webs would have drastically no longer been in existence. Uh, when we make our right hand turn, uh, hallway goes about five, ten feet before it opens up into a wide berth for a room. Uh, for what you guys are able to see at the angle you are, even if you take the five or so feet to step in to give yourself a good area of vision, uh, you would see immediately to your left for what opens up into another large rectangular room, wide entryway about 10 to 15 feet, not a door, just an archway. Uh, ceilings, uh, as you look inward, obviously ascend up a fair amount. Uh, instead of being about 15 feet in height, they look like they go uh, upwards forming kind of like a dot, like a dome, mm. uh, about 25 to 30 feet in height, uh, still staying of the same like marble construction. Uh, as you look inwards, you can see that on the left-hand side for where your flooring is, for still like the cobblestone, you see that it does decline ever so slightly, about 15 feet into the room. It looks like there is a dip in the ground, uh, and you get the smell of stagnant water. You can see that there are... Uh, a pair of uh, large marble pillars at the ends of the corners of where this depression in the ground exists. Uh, And you can see that in the corner, um, adjacent to one of the pillars, it looks like there is a spoke and wheel. I'm going to go ahead and point out the uh, the divot Mm -hmm. in the water. Does it look like the water would continue out or is it just like a puddle? Uh, so if you take the like five feet to give yourself the better vantage point, uh, this is a cistern. So this is like a large space of a depressed water source about like 10 to 15 feet down into the ground. Uh, and then the spoke and wheel set are being able to keep the water moving. So this way it doesn't become stagnant. Uh, and this way they're able to funnel the water into different places. So you would see as it connects into the wall, you would see what looks like a channel where it would narrow and the wall itself Uh, would kind of have like a split and you would see effectively primitive plumbing they've got aqueducts yeah we gotta go Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah you would see see water (laughs) stemming into what would be a focalized point in the wall and it would just have such a small area that you are not able to see like through to where the water leads there is currently water in this room? There is water in the depression mm-hmm. that is the cistern for being able to provide water out to different areas. So you said it's stagnant. Does it look mm-hmm. stag- like it looks Yes. 
Yes. It looks like it has not moved in a very long time. Ugh. Yes. Uh, I'm not going to say that there are bugs because, again, like as a breeding ground, there's not things that they would be able to feed off of outside of just gathering here for, um, you know, laying of eggs. But there is just a pool of filthy, stagnant water, and it gives off a little bit of a putrid odor to it. Does uh, there appear to be any sort of like tracks or anything around? Since like we knew it was whatever came through here was dragging a. Uh like a full cask mm-hmm. through the hallway. Does there mm-hmm. appear to be any sort of like drag marks or anything on the floor through here? Uh, yeah, I will say that it looks like they go right to the edge of the cistern. Oh. Tracks conclude there. <clears throat> go poke it with your sword. I think we're done poking wet objects on the floor. Learned our lessons on that, I hope. Sure. There's not a cask there, though. Hmm. Does the water itself smell like it has that astringent smell to it as well as the stagnant gross odor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say it would be a little bit residual, but if you're in the area, you would actually get it most heavily from the pillars and from the stone for where the collection point as it recedes into the wall would be. How big so, are the channels? Uh, I mean, the, the depression itself for where the reservoir portion of this is like 15 feet wide. Mm-hmm. Like, again, this is a pretty large room. It's like 15 feet wide and about 30 feet mm-hmm. in length before it reaches the singular channel, mm-hmm. disappears into the wall, and then again, it goes beyond areas in which you are able to see. Like, does it look like it's big enough to be used for, like, transport? Yes. Or, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, not just water transport, but, like, things oh, transport. Oh, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. The channel as it narrows into the wall would only be about, okay. you They're know, like a pipes. few inches sick. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mind your surroundings in here? Yeah, I would say that to the uh, left of the room, so again, extending downwards, uh, there would be another hallway that would continue, uh, and that would be the area in which you get the strong smell of... Um, hay and straw and fur. Well, rotten old fur. Mm. It smells as though there may have been stables down that hallway there. I don't know if you would all like to pursue this smell of the spirits anymore. I'd suggest we move quickly through here, quietly. I'll do my best, but I think all the pots are tied up tight. Good. <laughs> because I don't know if it's currently in there. Sure. Stagnant water? Yes. If it is in there, it's not moved in a while. That may be so. Could be around. Because you said there's pillars, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a pair of pillars at the edge, and then about what would be halfway along uh, towards the wall, there would be another set of pillars. Uh, I will say that because you're in the areas, the pillars themselves look like they have small, tunneled-out little concave areas that groove and go inwards into the cistern, or into the reservoir. The pillars themselves, as you 
I'll just say that you're in the area. You hear still the trickling of water from inside of the pillars feed. as though things feed back into okay. here and then can disperse out once more. So, like, the cistern collects from a lo- other location and then can further disperse. You said the stable area is downward? Yeah, it would be south. Mm-hmm. But, like, down? Elevation down? Not or... down in an elevation. No, just southwards. So. Still all flat elevation? Mm-hmm. Well, if we shall. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to begin moving through. Sword's still drawn, but mm-hmm. like staying close to the light. Sure. Uh, I will tell you that like in the area for where you guys are standing as you're observing the uh, cistern, uh, there is an adjacent passageway that continues out from the opening for where the cistern is, uh, the hallway into the room in which it is occupying. That hallway continues, and it looks like there is another bend that goes upwards. So I'm all sorts confused. Sure. Mm-hmm. To the left is the smell of the stables. Where are you? Where were you saying? You're good. Take be as slow as possible. So, if we had come down from this direction, right. the cistern would be here. Okay. The smell from the stables is coming from this direction. Okay. So, like, its cistern is a room, and then there is another location further south that he is indicating as the stables. I see. This is the area in which I'm saying that there is the adjacent passageway connected to where you guys had entered. Got it. The room for the cistern with the reservoir. This looks like it then goes upwards. Upwards, got it. So I do not know if you wanted to go south towards the stables or if you wanted to go to that right towards the area in which it makes another turn. Uh, is there any sort of uh, disturbance in the dust or anything on the floor there? Uh, in either direction, I would say the only inclination would be for the south. There would look like there are large tracks of areas in which the dust was not necessarily like disturbed, but in a more uh, minor accumulation. Less. What do you think? Have you indicated that there's a stable toward the south? Yeah, that stable smell is coming from there, mm-hmm. yeah. It is possible if there was a stable that there is perhaps more maps like what we found earlier? Perhaps. Would be a good assumption. Only one way to find out, really. I think even if it's a dead end, we can head back. There's no way to know if it's a dead end either way. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to just very quickly draw what you guys would see because there's another. you guys are here for when you walk down you can see that it opens up far to the singular side has areas in here in which the wall is concave and broken inwards so the room was once much larger but you do in fact see that there is another hallway extending down has a little bit of a curve but in this area you would see uh, stables 
you would see holes for horses. Uh, I will not describe the sad scene of horses that were in fact here and attempted in some of the stalls. You can see that they were broken out. Uh, you can see that this, the stall doors themselves were broken out uh, from within. Crumpled wood lays on the uh, you know floor of the stone area in front of you. Uh, and yes, the sad, tragic loss of many, many stabled animals in here that were not able to escape. Uh, I would say, would uh, dogs. Would it appear that they did not suffer the same fate as the dwarves? Without uh, being grotesque about it, yes. Yes. Yeah, I would say that they would have left behind emaciated skeletons mm -hmm. and there would be, uh, you know, claw marks on the inside and other obviously tragic things. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like surprise remains. Yes. Yeah. It's a person I mean, that loves animals. Yeah. I am sad. <laughs> Just as, as opposed to, like, we haven't found any, like, hardly any dwarf remains. Correct. Yes, there would be actual desiccated remains signs of struggle from within mm -hmm. the stalls as animals attempted to escape. You would even see, you know, small, obvious little uh, uh, metallic cages with hinged doors on the front, mm -hmm. and you would see skeletal remains inside as well. And then there is a hallway that continues further south and looks like it bends slightly as it continues. It's a very tragic sight as this is. Could say that we're on the right direction. If they were using animals to move any of their merchandise, this would be a good way to go. Yes. I will tell you from the hallway further south, that is where you are getting the very prominent smell of hay, straw, and, uh, yeah, hay and straw would be the two primary compositions. Mm -hmm. You do not also feel like a draft or anything like that. No difference in air, t uh, in air pressure. Okay. continue on. Yeah, you guys take the following small little bend down. It concludes in a circular room. You see bundles and bushels of hay, straw, and obvious bags in which there were sacks of barley and grain, uh, now looking very rotted, old, and decayed. So all that would be remaining would be the very little pounds and, you know, accumulations of things that have been destroyed. Uh, but the room concludes in dead end. The area in which they used for storage for keeping things for the kennel. So we have plenty of bags of barley that are rotted and bags of hay. Mm -hmm. Scooter? Motorcycle, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Just storage then. Yes, mm -hmm. but at that end. If there ever was a place that you would look to, put your feet up for a moment and get your bearings at least for your maps and such, I would suggest this be the place to do it. We do not have very much time. I wish not to stay here for much longer. If you would like to take a rest, I can stand watch. I do not think it best to remain uh, cornered. It is fair. Well, at least we know nothing can come up from behind us. I'm going to look up. Yeah. What does the ceiling look like? What is the condition? Uh, in here, in the storage room, it still looks pretty fair. Uh, it doesn't look like there was much damage, naturally. Uh, it would be in a, a slight state of, uh, you know, modest and very minor 
uh, slow erosion and damage. There would be areas in which there would be like slight depressions from pressure above. Yeah. Nothing, nothing that looks like there was any signs of a struggle or anything bad that occurred in here. And you said that the webs had stopped back at a previous crossroads. We didn't see any on our way. Here. Correct. At the crossroads right at the precipice for the game room. Right. So okay. on the other side of the old gravy hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, the decision is up to you. I'm merely just offering... I know that a few people have asked so far. I think if we were to take a rest anywhere, this is probably the best place. I suppose so. Alright. I'll take a rest with you as well. Okay. Yes. I have a book to go through. Sure. Yeah, I, again. We democratically want to take a short rest. That is a entirely a thing that it's up to people to want to do. I'll uh, post up by the uh, the entranceway there. Sure. And take a seat. And... Sure. Yeah. Is this in the storage? Yes, this is in the storage room with the hay and other things. I'll also guard the entrance. Sure. So then I'm assuming that it would be uh, you two mm-hmm. sitting back far into the storage room. Yep. Sure. Uh, Felix... I would take light off my shield, by the way. Sure. Uh, what do you want to do about light source for you? Another torch? I'll sit with him. Sure, yeah, for the remaining portion of the Drift Globe, which you'll have about 45, 40-ish minutes. Uh, so I would say at some point during the course of the downtime activities here with the short rest, uh, your wild shape is still going to continue for about another 30 minutes because you got two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did another like 15 to 20 minutes worth of exploring. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, short rests are mm-hmm. absolutely applicable, uh, and in the areas, Paul, for you for reading of the book. I forgot it was written by Dorgrim. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, you can't forget it was written by Dorgrim. <laughs> Damn it, it means it's all wrong. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> uh, so, I think I only looked in one area. So... Twenty health. Oops, I'm at an eight. So I will go to <laughs> Unifying Principle for All Magic. Chapter three. And there's no uh, oh the title is the heart of Fell Farthen, okay. Correct. Channel Divinity resets. Good. Very good. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, Do you have the notes that I had given you previously? Yes. Just so this way I know the last one that I had dictated to you, so this way I can continue in the other areas. I don't want to, per chance, risk overlapping. Yeah, let me see here. I feel like the last thing you might have said to him was, as above, so below. I think so. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. All right.
And as I'm, um, I don't yes. think I ever actually asked, as I'm looking through this, uh, this is all, um, well, I guess the first two chapters wouldn't be, um, but the part three and four are foreign. To you? Yes. In terms of how you have studied? Yes. Uh, yes, three and four would absolutely be foreign to you. Okay. One and two would be... Uh, I'd be more familiar with. Yes, definitely familiar. Even some of the concepts or what they've equated with innate, you would equate with, like, sorcerers mm -hmm. uh, as a field of study. Right. Uh, cool. Uh... I'm imagining you would inform other people of this, just so this way I don't have to type all of this. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be a lot easier for me if I say it aloud. <laughs> oh, you're sending it to me. Uh, you yeah, know, I'll send it to you <laughs> afterwards, uh, just so this way we can uh, keep track of the things that we have understood. Uh, and yeah, I would, I would read it aloud. Sure. Uh, In common. Chapter three. Is, is Felix the type to excitedly prattle on about... Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, with my great stutter. Yep. <laughs> As loves. So below. So below. Oh my god, that <laughs> makes it worse! Uh, yeah, so I will say for you, as the individual who is reading this, uh. Make a wisdom save. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> no. Don't joke about things, Forst. <laughs> Not this time. Don't give God ideas. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. Uh, so it would say uh, in the areas where you are. Um, The magnum opus for the creations within alchemy and the utilizations of magic as an art to attempt to produce this in entirety or in fragmented smaller pieces are comprised of four basic elements. Fire, earth, air, and water. There would be corresponding symbols for each of these things. Fire being a triangle, water being an inverted triangle, air being uh, an upright triangle with a line through the point, and earth being an inverted triangle with a line through the point. Um, it would say... Good? Uh, it would say that each of these elements are still yet comprised and demonstrated by different natural things within the world that can be deconstructed using the principles of alchemy to attempt to reduce them to their core components reduced. that are able to then be used appropriately as reagents within magic. Oil, alcohol, and salt.
the use of a catalyst or other focus to compensate for materials to be used is still not understood, but it must in some way bear or manifest a soul with a capital S to appropriately pay in place of a material component. Hello, DJ. I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Um, if a focus or other thing is attempted to be used, um, it must have a soul with a capital S to be able to function in replacement of payment for material components that would be consumed. So the soul makes up for the missing ingredient. Mm-hmm. This is a full metal alchemist. Mm-hmm. That's stuff just we got going on here. Hoka, hoka. If souls are used as payment and are then exhaustible, how do we determine how much a soul can bear? What is the exchange value of the soul? Mm-hmm. About tree feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not about time. I noticed that bad orb was also from the megalithic era. The magnum opus is an effort to create an object or embodiment of divine magic that can be eternally replenishable, a soul unending, unyielding. The elements used in magic that occur naturally and exist, if a person were to consume each of them, What would they become? Would they be able to no longer pay the price of magic? Would their soul be nurtured? And to what bloom would they become? You son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I would say that in the side, like in the margins, you would see a note that says only those who have tried have understood black earth and then components elements and a soul a unifying trinity must exist within these components Construction and deconstruction are natural things that exist and occur within our world. The capacity to create and to destroy is that divine? Or is there some other magic that we have not yet understood? Uh, and 
would say that the last thing that you would gather from this time while you were reading are the distillation of gems has yielded a most interesting catalyst or reagent that we are now attempting to experiment with. And I wonder, can gems truly hold a soul? Once more with a capital S. Yes. <laughs> so that's as far as I would be able to get. Hmm? Okay. Yeah, I would say that, like, in terms of unifying principles of all magic, uh, yeah. Ooh. There would be one other thing. Oil, liquor, salt, things that do not decay or decompose. Resilient, strong. The things that most appropriately exist as the closest thing to immortal. If I am of these three things, how do I manipulate them within me to achieve the immortal nature that already exists as my right? Right, R-I-G-H-T? Correct. Very cool. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very legal, very cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a bear. <laughs> you heard me read all of it. As a bear. Mm-hmm. My eyes are just widen a little bit at the black earth. When you were carrying an earlier, were you doing it bear fact? Nope, that's... Didn't we do this already? Mm-hmm. Didn't we already... I'm getting deja vu. I feel like we did this. I'm getting DJ vu. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, as we took our rest, you would have just watched me just sit and stare down at my hands for an hour. Did Rurita rest as well? Mm-hmm. I mean, while he was taking his rest, I would have looked over and you okay, Ethier? Possibly. Seeing things that no one else seems to be seeing. Oh, oh. Hmm? Oh. It's magic. It's hit die, it's fine. Yeah, it's hit dies for a reader. Uh, seeing and uh, hearing, yes. Can I can I short rest in wild shape? Hmm? What what are you hearing exactly? Voices, uh, thunder. Mm. The voices are definitely odd. Um, What are they saying to you? Things I do not wish to repeat. Tricks, uh, taunting. Things about the silver. 
something asking me to bring it over. Um, probably shouldn't do that. Yes, that is why I did not wish to touch the silver. Good point. Should probably avoid that, yes. Uh, I doubt we'll come across much more silver, but I guess it's a good thing you didn't go into the game room with Felix and I. We are in a mine. I imagine there will be much more silver. Just don't touch it. Do not wish to. It's good. If you feel yourself... If you feel that changing, you should tell someone. If I can. Especially if you start to feel an intense longing for the silver. You must not give in to the shiny. Uh, I will resist if I can. I may not have a choice. Well, hope you do. Yes. It would not do to lose yourself down here. Still have much to do in the north? Yes, and much to do. Many people to save. Remember, trinkets and baubles are paid for in blood. What? what? <laughs> A bear could say what? <laughs> Bruh. Uh, trinkets and baubles are paid for in blood. suppose so. Everyone pays a price. For trinkets and baubles? In general. If something is taken or found, even the ores in this mine, someone paid a price for it at some point. Mm. Whether it be the original miners that dug this place, paid with the sweat and blood toiling away. By the time something makes its way out of here to its final destination, it has exchanged through many hands. It's very true. There is always a price to be paid for trinkets. Speaking of gold and silver, mm-hmm. I'll take out four gold and give you four gold. Uh-huh. So thank you. From from the game room. Thank you. I'll go ahead and add four gold to my inventory. I'm rich, beyond. <laughs> he just takes off running down the hallway. Bye! Fucking <laughs> bye, dear! Well, if we're done resting, let's get going. If you guys are done resting, we can get mm-hmm. going. Um, so I will light a torch. Hmm? Sure. A tinderbox. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You light a torch. You Put the globe more. away. Yep. Be careful around Hold the it. hay. Huh? Using the hay. 
<laughs> Burn <laughs> it all down. <laughs> Felix started the fire. <laughs> See, I'm actually a pyromaniac. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry, I can put it out. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, wringing your hands. Yes, yeah. exactly. oh, ooh. <laughs> Take off my gloves. <laughs> Just wring out the glove. <laughs> do you sometimes drink laundry detergent and shake yourself around to oh, do your God. laundry? Yes. <laughs> Clean <himself>. Jesus. <laughs> How did you survive childhood? <laughs> <laughs> well, probably, honestly, probably sheer luck more than anything else. Very carefully. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> there was no care involved. I broke that, many that, bones. That applies to both you and Nesgrim. Yeah, I got hurt many times. <laughs> I've been hurt, Tom. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, bird. Oh, good. Yeah, if everybody's out. completed their what they wanted to do, I would pack up and sure. Ask somebody for a light. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I can light something for you. Hold out my sword again. Yep, gonna grab it and cast light. Here, cool. Sure. Roll your burnout die. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, please. Four. We're good. good. Totally fine. Uh-huh. Completely fine. Yep. Yeah, no, you illuminate the end of uh, Force Torch with light. Oh, my sword. Uh, sword? Sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I'm assuming it doesn't glow the same way it used to. Nope. Ain't what she used to be. <laughs> nope. Uh, no, forgive me. Uh, as the hour concludes for the short rest, the moon touch sword would begin to once more illuminate. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just going to use my sword again. <laughs> sure, yeah. As the moon touch sword begins to illuminate, you see the head of Balor. Oh, He's back! back. <laughs> I don't think he ever left. As it just kind of like, you know, the, the shimmering, reverberating, pale white light of the moon touch sword kind of reforms once more, kind of in, initially vibrating, resonating out, and then envelops the blade. You see just kind of drawn to it like a moth to flame. Just the head of Balor. Just grinning and staring at it. Does he still have more of his shoulders? Yes. Yeah. Slightly more out from collar and clavicle and whatnot. Ah! Do you you see him? Yes. Yeah. He's there. Okay. Hello again, friends. Again? You never left, didn't you? Oh no, I would never leave. Mm. I'm here to guide you through Felfothic. Where should we go next? I'm not gonna look I don't know why you chose to make your way to the stables. Just need to rest for a moment. Yes, better to catch your breath and get your strength back. We needed some stability. Yes. Growl at the sword. Very, very. Bear like. Barely. Barely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'll say that you make like a kind of low grumble. Balor just kind of, you know, stands, hovers here, illuminated by the moon touch sword. Where should we go next? I thought you all wanted to go down to the market. We do? Well, we need to go north. 
we should continue on then. Oh, yes, of course. I hope that there are many of the things that you are looking for inside the market. Gems, yes. Silver bark. Primarily, yes. Uh, there are some stalls for armors and weapons made by the wonderful forges here in Felfarthen. That may also be very helpful. Yes, I would hope. Beautiful males. And females. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Oh, like plate like nails? No. <laughs> I think sometimes you hear what you want to hear. <laughs> but there should be some down in the market below, in the smithing district as well. Things that were once glimmering fragments of the mastery of Feldfarthen. It seems you've all become a bit more acquainted with how we lived here. Really charming, yes. Is this how it always has been? In some regard. Falfarland must have been a very dangerous place to live. Bahirs running around. Oh no, not the Bahir. That came after. What was here before? He told us otherwise before, right? Huh? <laughs> what did you ask? What was here before? Dwarves. And then the Bahir came, and no more dwarves. Oh, there's a very long timeline there. I'm sure that there were probably Bahir in multitude at one point, Mm. before Felthafarthen was carved out of the mountain. Do you think they were here before the dwarves were here? Yes. There are many strange creatures. You don't say. No. Not at all. But you're all a very hearty group. Very strong and resilient. Those are good qualities. Things that I wish I could have been in my life. Strong. Resilient. You know what else we are? Honest. Yes, you are, aren't you? That is a very admirable trait as well. That is a thing that I can claim that I thankfully at least was in life. No longer are. I still think I'm kind of living. Are you honest? Oh. Living. Yes, I'm very honest. I've directed you through Felfarthen successfully so far. And to a Bahir. Well, that was the inevitability of the Bahir showing up. I did warn you of its presence before it attacked. Our death is inevitable. You have no rush to bring that to us. No, not at all. The Bahir very much like you alive. The Bahir very well could have spelled our death. As a matter of fact, it almost did. As I said, you're all a very strong and resilient group of people. Traits I will someday have. Nope. <laughs> 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 
continue. Sure. Yes. You said to the north. Yes, just past the cistern. There is an area where uh, the fermentation process for many of the ales was performed using fresh waters gathered. This water is no longer fresh. What happened here? Well, the people died. (laughs) (laughs) The water still collected. We didn't control the collection of water. I guess at some point, probably, as with all things, the pipes eroded, decayed. Shall we force them? Yes. If everyone feels well enough, let's move. Your yeah. one friend looks unwell. Which one? Kind of looks over in Ethier's direction. <laughs> the one with the bear. <laughs> he seems quite bothered by Felfoth. Bothered, maybe so. But he is the one who heard its voice. Any bothered. ideas how he might hear less of that voice? I do not know. I have never... I have never been able to silence the storms. Even in death. I hear every heartbeat. Did it always... show things that were not there? Oh no, the things it showed are, in fact, very much there. You must more be worried about the things it doesn't show. What else lays in the dark, yes. I feel like you would know better than any of us. I'm not past the gate. I have peered in, as it seems your friend has as well. But none of us passed through the gate. The gate to what? The heart of Felfather. Harder fell far than his silver. Silver? No, my good friend. There is something much more grand than silver. What is it? Gold. Beautiful, blessed gold. You did not pass this gate in life. No. None passed the gate. No, we knew what lay beyond. Why not go beyond? We knew we would not return. What is more valuable, gold or life? you not return if you went beyond? I do not know if the gate closes behind you. We never once made an experiment with sending someone beyond the gate. Only one way to find out? If you would choose to step beyond, I would wish you well. I was suggesting you. I do not walk. Float then. I do not believe I would pass. 
You said it now, Burns. Is this that place? It's too warm for you to enter? Yes. Far too warm. For a creature such as I. Too bright as well? Yes. Far too well illuminated. Mm. As your friend has seen. A raging storm. If gold is life, then it sounds like perhaps life is not for you any longer. We should continue down. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> we walking. Sure. Yeah, no. He would just lightly chuckle at that phrase. We'll continue walking. Yeah, I guess we're going to return and follow him. Yeah, head back through the stables into the uh, cistern room towards the other hallway that we yeah. went back. Yeah, uh, he would lead you as you guys uh, return back to where you came at that crossroads, go to the left. Uh, yeah, and you would see that there is a very large, long, rectangular room in areas where many barrels of ale uh, currently reside on racks, uh, you know, horizontally facing out like we would have here. Uh, an enormous room where there are two... Uh, sections of it so the first one would be uh, smaller bottles of what would look like wines that are resting in racks uh, on cupboards on the walls to the left side and then further ahead after a small brief hallway would once more open back up into a large rectangular room and that's where all the barrels of ale would be. Uh, You would definitely see uh, various glass apparatus in terms of uh, what is used in distillation processes, uh, fermentation and things like that. Uh, I do not know if those are things that anybody would want to explore or look at more intently. I um, want to say nope. As we were uh, like getting back in order to leave, uh-huh. uh, I would just lean forward to Retora. Are you still a bear? Yes. All right, I would lean forward to your bear face uh, um, and, and whisper into your ear, uh, please do not leave my side lest I wander into the darkness or feel far than alone. <laughs> Bear intensifies. <laughs> just, just some hyper, hyperventilating bear. Stares barely. <laughs> she bears just a little bit faster. Have you ever seen a bear having like an existential crisis? <laughs> Do we visibly see the bear it's age? Bear. <laughs> Do I even like Connie? Somehow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I mean, at the conclusion of the uh, hall for where the brewmasters have stored a lot of the fermenting ales up here uh, for use inside of the upper level. Uh, yeah, we pass through. There's another narrow hallway to the right side that leads us to uh, a little bit of a, a T intersection with a little bit of an angle, and Balor indicates to us to go to the left. The ramp descending is... Just up ahead. Hmm. Um, the only thing I would have asked with the uh, the uh, casks mm-hmm. as we were passing by. Big barrels. Uh, big barrels. Big booty barrels. <laughs> Just say big booty barrels. <laughs> I knew it would get done. <laughs> Why? Because it's great. What do you mean? Because <laughs> it's exactly Don's sense of humor. Big booty barrels. Um, <laughs> <see>? <laughs> 
I'm picturing them with asses. Yeah, dude. Oh, no. Spelt right in the cheeks. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's right at the top of the end. Yeah, that's definitely what the brewmaster yeah. sang as they were stacking these barrels. Big booty barrels. Big booty barrels. You know, Gudetama, are you familiar with the egg uh, character? The egg, like, Japanese egg mm-hmm. mascot thing. You just got a little, little butt. Yep. <laughs> I, think, yep. I might know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. Yeah. To be fair, barrels do have a bunghole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big booty barrels. <laughs> so you're looking at the barrels. <laughs> um, I would Dang. be looking for, at, especially after hearing the thing about uh, no. salt oil alcohol, that yeah. deal. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to look at the barrels and see what's written on it and see if it's like a different name on each of them. Like, we have, like, Pippin's House Ale. Like, is, is each one of these different, or are they, like... They're in Dwarvish. Great. Uh, <laughs> are they in different Dwarvish? I've, I've yeah, there's, definitely, yeah. there's definitely different runes. <laughs> I'm going to say that now sure. hearing the alphabet <laughs> once does not mean... No, 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 no yeah, I understand. I'm not saying I can read it, but... I would know enough to... Come on, man. Especially having the one that Felix wrote out for me, enough to discern that these are not, like, the same thing. They're yeah. not labeled like there's not Correct. multiple barrels. They're also not just like Tim Soul. Well, yeah, of course. Obviously, Tim Soul. Essence of Barry. Like no. Okay. Barry. Don't even have a triple B on them. It's Barry. Huh? Don't even barrel. have a triple B on them. No, <laughs> I'm now the ale. Uh, no, you would definitely see just like uh, you know Fellfarth and Ale's craft dates. Okay. Of like. You know, seven, eight, fifty-five, and things like that along a lot of them. So varying ranges between seven eighty-five and like seven ninety. Uh, so would be old barrels for even just like holy shit. We were told seven ninety-nine for when they happened. That's weird. Right. That would be the thing that I would point out to you. That would yes, feel absolutely. like a discrepancy in terms of if these were aged for use, and this is between. You know, 7,850, and, like, the most recent you would see would be 7,888. The year Balor told us feels strange now. Why were these barrels in here for a hundred years unused? Do you hear everything Balor said has been strange? Listen, he's a good man. Yeah, we have a total of 64 years. A lot of the things that we have seen indicate longer. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a very honest man. <laughs> sure. Um, poke the shit out of him. So I would uh, lean back to Felix mm-hmm. and point out... Big <laughs> uh, Felix, could you read the, big the big booty barrels, please? <laughs> uh, the, the what? what? What do the barrels say? They, they well, appear to be different. Uh, uh, first thing I'm going to do is check if they have an ass. Mm-hmm. Yes, 100%. <laughs> 100%. 100%. That's... Canon. <laughs> <laughs> Before I even look at that, I'm gonna draw on the side of the map mm-hmm. what the barrel looks like mm-hmm. with the booty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we're right next to it, TM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take it from us, please. <laughs> and then I'll look at the top. <laughs> uh, yeah, they would definitely just be like Barry uh, Soul. Yeah, Barry Soul. Uh, <laughs> Definitely no body. Oil of Ether. Eric Salt. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, no, they would be uh, different descriptions of what would be inside. So, like, different stouts, different lagers, uh, the years in which they were brewed. All of them would be monikered as Felfarthen's Ales. So, like, establishing the singular company. Uh, all of them would say that they were uh, designated for use inside the Ale in Aegis. 
A E G I S means shield. Right. Okay. Uh, which is sorry. So what, could you say that again? Because I got Aegis, but mm-hmm. what'd you say before that? Uh, so far the nails. Different descriptions of the types of ales that would be inside. So like stouts, lagers, uh, you know, alcohol content. Okay. okay. But why so. did you say Aegis? I don't. I'm, I'm missing the context. Ale and Aegis is the. Oh. tavern of which they were to be used for and delivered. That is the name of the tavern that was on this level that you guys were at before. I see. Okay. Ale and or ale in? Ale and. Ale and. The beer and shield. And I'm sorry, you said the years, the year on there said... Between 7,850 and 7,888. Or various ages. Yeah, and I would have pointed that out to Felix as well. That, mm-hmm. Like, those dates don't add up. Mm-hmm. Are any of the dates closer to what Fowler said? No, 788 is that the most recent. That is the most recent. Correct. Yes. I'll just dart my eyes towards Ethier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, I will say that he, Fowler, while we are standing here for a moment looking, uh, ah, man... This is gonna sound bad, but like, <laughs> you know, there's not another way to just say it. Uh, of the moon touch blade, you can see that he is hovering near the tip <laughs> and like is okay. straight attaching himself to it, like kind of gumming the tip. <laughs> So like, is he his mouth on my sword right now? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like, like a fucking algae eater. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> like in a strange, like you're looking at them doing like some things, and in the corner <laughs> like, of your eye, you realize that like you're holding the sword aloft, and he is like attaching himself to the end of the blade, like bathing himself slightly in the moonlight. I'm, like pull it back away from his mouth. Don't. Do that! <laughs> no! That's mine! <laughs> Not Bad for chewing. <laughs> yeah, no, you see, as you pull the sword away, he just kind of wisps and slowly follows it. Oh, forgive me. What Silver is so important. As you see him wisp a little bit closer, you can see that a little bit more of him has formed. He's eating your sword. Coming down into like the, the chest, like the sternum. My sword has silver. <laughs> oh, I know what the moon means. What does the moon mean? Rebirth. Balor. Oh, yes. It seems that you <laughs> perhaps lost track of time since your death. How so? All of the ales in this room are quite a bit older than you indicated. The fall of Felfarthen was. Oh, yes. It would be strange for there to be no further production past this date if it had stood for much longer. Oh. When did I say the fall of Felfarthen was? When did I fall off? When did I Are you making fun of me? 
motherfucker. Fuck you. Their fall is no father. When did I say that that was? Only about 64 years gone now. Forgive me, yes, my memory must be fading. Certainly, that's the case. Yes. Does... When we call him out, does he... I've not called him out. <laughs> when, when we point out, like, any inaccuracies that he's mm-hmm. said, because he's done it a few times mm-hmm. now, does he look phased at all? Can no. Use, no. Like, no. unbothered. Unbothered. Kind of, like slight, F stutter. <laughs> kind of like a slight grin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Must have been a bit further back. Understandable. Yes. Time must be difficult to follow. Yes, I've not seen... Dead the, as you are. I've not seen the sun in many years. Well, I assume years. It would seem so. If you died around the time that these ales were made? I don't know, I wasn't much of a drinker. So you said. I'd have my wits about me. For mining. <coughs> yes. <clears throat> and also reading. Yes. You know a lot about alchemy for a miner? Well, many alchemists shared stories in the tavern. Where you didn't drink. No, I would simply sit there and listen. Mm. I'm much... I'm a bit of a people watcher. <laughs> you don't it's the say. most accurate thing he's ever, ever said in his That's entire existence. That's the truth! <laughs> Damn it! Two truths and a lie. Yes. But um, Torvin would always want to go for a drink. Mm. I would sit there and try to keep him entertained. You and Torvin were good friends? Best of friends. He said otherwise about that as well, right? Huh? He said that he met Torvin after, mm-hmm. like he was just hanging around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, he said he didn't know him. Mm-hmm. And then he said he just met him. And now he just said that they're friends. Torvin and I were the best of friends. Where are you? He also said he didn't know him. Yes, we worked in the mines together. What was his favorite dinner? <laughs> Name three of his albums. Delicious ducks. Was it? Yes. Many ducks in Philforth. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna look for a menu. (laughs) (laughs) Imported. I'm fact checking this bitch. Let me me ask him questions of which I don't know the answers. (laughs) Tell me his favorite meal. (laughs) Steak. Fuck. (laughs) What was his mother's maiden name? I need to know the security question. Dork was the name of his first pet. <laughs> Those three crazy numbers on the back of his phone. Three lacky numbers. <laughs> what street did you grow up on? Right. I uh, know he loved duck. Well did roasted. He, mm. he ever often? Oh no, it was quite expensive. Not many ducks in Bill Farthing, you know? (laughs) (laughs) DJ Panicking going like that! It's the fuck! Oh shit, duck, duck! I'm about to unleash my rap (laughs) out! He's like, I'm so many words with duck right now. (laughs) 
I am I am looking for a menu though while this conversation. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll say that in here you would see like a list Sorry, of sir. ales and things like that. You wouldn't see any indications for foods. Okay. You would just see like effectively itinerary for when these things were supposed to be sent. Okay. After they had yeah. properly rested. Damn. What was your favorite dinner? Oh, I wasn't a big fan of duck. I preferred red meats. Mm-hmm. How red? Very. Keep going. I need you. I'm back in the middle of a corner. You really got it. You got it. You got it. How red? Very specific. We talking temperature. There will be a test later. Like medium, or did you just tell it about fire? Can we just walking while this conversation? Yeah, sure. I don't like the idea that we've stopped to have this conversation. Yeah, there's no. So you've now moved to the front to talk to the ghost about what meat he likes. He obviously likes sword meat. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, very red. I enjoy things red. Hmm. I was a big fan of rare things. What was your favorite rare type of meat? Well, we would import different uh, game like wildebeest. Wildebeest. <laughs> From local grass-fed grasslands. <laughs> What type of grass? New FDA. <laughs> Farm to table, perhaps. I'm really into this conversation. What did you ask? Nothing. Uh, just what type of grass, only to be an asshole. Uh, uh, probably green. Sure. I was never there. Spent my whole life in Philfarthen. And they just told you the meat was wildebeest, and you said, yep, that's what that is. Did <laughs> <laughs> you I never question? Why would I have any cause for suspicion? You've never seen a wildebeest? Do you go to the grocery store and say, is this really cow? I can see DJ looking at the packet. Are you a cow? <laughs> Are, Are you really beef? <laughs> Ma'am, is this really cow? I've definitely I don't at, work here. I've definitely answer me! <laughs> I've definitely it looked really at a, me. Definitely looked at a package of meat and gone, oh, do you have pork? What's <laughs> <laughs> happened? Um how do you you've never seen a wildebeest? No. I well, to be fair, I guess you couldn't really I die, identify one by a cut of have meat. Have you seen a wildebeest? I haven't. It's <laughs> good. Why is that good? They're wild beasts. It's in the name. <laughs> they could have hurt you. Sprint's <laughs> 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 just like, yeah! <laughs> God damn You don't look like much of a hunter. I'm actually a very adept hunter. <laughs> I doubt that. From what I've watched, you fled in the dark. Were you there for that? Of course I was. Hmm. Y- you could see? Yes. Could you see through the darkness? Give me your eyes. Of course I could. <laughs> darkness is nothing to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that so much. Oh. 
fact, the only thing that can see me is things like this. He gestures at the sword. <laughs> only because they offer me the chance to return. Forced, stop for a second. <laughs> Did you? You said stop. I put it away. T- t- take it back out. Yeah. You, she, you sheathe the sword and you watch as Balor just grins. The sword is sheathed. Balor dissipates from your sight. I'm going to move my torch towards your, your side. Pull it back out again. Mm-hmm. You unsheathe the sword once yeah. more and hold it aloft. And you see Balor just still hovering here right in front of the sword. I'll move the torch near Balor. Yeah, he seems unfazed. He doesn't He doesn't move his gaze. Through him. Sure, yeah. You it attempt is natural to, light. Yeah, you attempt to move the torch through Balor and you watch as he kind of ducks underneath it. I'll get ya. <laughs> I'm chasing him with it if he's dumping. Yeah, no, if you're gonna like continuously move, he'll giggle. <laughs> I haven't had such fun in so long. <laughs> well, Are you an entertainer? You look like one. Why is that? We used to see things like you. He doesn't like when you talk about it. No. I, I don't think you've seen anything like me. Oh, no, of course I haven't. A creature of water. Production. Creature of an element? Yes. It's fine. <laughs> you say production? Yes. I'm going to swiftly move the torch through him. Yeah, you watch as the torch just phases through him and you watch as his form separates and disappears. You just hear a little laugh. <laughs> yes. He's no longer in the area. I'm going to pull the torch back towards myself. Yeah. Sheath it. Many tricks here and fell forth. Just hear the voice grow ever more echoing and distant. You sheathe the moon touch sword. I'm gonna go ahead and pull out my other long sword. Mm-hmm. I'll reach over and cast light on it. Your shield goes out. <laughs> I, I already took it off. I already took it off my shield. Oh, cool. so you're burning out <laughs> 11. Oh, you're uh, a D8, sir. Shit. You can't roll 11. You can't get an 11. You're right. It's an 11. I forgot. <laughs> Two. Two. Ooh. You're good. Mm-hmm. It's close. Mm-hmm. You illuminate the tip. And then the entire sword. Yep. <laughs> 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 you know, all wink as you pinch it. <laughs> Where did you learn my special move? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you sat here tip tapping. <laughs> <laughs> you You know how they call it tip for cat? Well, I call it tip for cat. <laughs> I'm sorry, Glenn. So anyway, we're going left. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we make our way ahead. Uh, and we uh, approach an area where the, if there is a snaking small hallway. Uh, we find ourselves standing in a large uh, uh, 20 by 20 uh, square room where there is, towards the back end of it, a uh, descending ramp. 
It looks like there are cut and chiseled into the natural stone formation, obvious continuations of the granite uh, on the side of what would be the natural stone wall and on the side of what would be descending down into nothingness. Uh, no support whatsoever. <laughs> um, so there's, it's just an empty room? Hmm? Yeah, just a ramp. Ramp descending down. So, I mean, I, again, can't draw, but Same. square. Help. Square, and uh, along that back wall, ramp that goes down. You'd see, like, you know, shadow from the spacing and the floors as this obviously descends downwards. Okay. We're descending. Um, so I guess in this empty space, I'll just take a moment while we're moving and just kind of dart my eyes around the room. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty bright because of the two lights that we yeah, have. Yeah, two light sources. It would occupy the entirety of this space with bright light. Yeah, I'm going to kind of dart my eyes as if I'm looking for something. Mm-hmm. Potentially spirits. And I'm just going to think to myself, very loudly to myself. Mm-hmm. Why can't I see them? Sure, yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah, as you think aloud in your own mind, why can't I see them? <clears throat> I will say that you hear once more, uh, all of you, just kind of a, a distant, echoing laugh from what would sound like it's coming from below. <sighs> Continue walking. Yeah, I will tell you that the ramp descends downwards uh, about 100 feet. Mm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Down we go. Yeah, time to pull up ye old second level map. Woo! Mm-hmm. We're on a new level. <laughs> it's much worse down here. We're on a worse level. <laughs> <laughs> We're on a whole nother level. the opposite level. of new? It's worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we make the full descension. The ramp itself is pretty wide. Uh, it starts out with, like, an initial, uh, like, ten-foot berth, and as it descends, it kind of curves slightly to the right, meaning it becomes a little bit wider as you reach the landing point. After about 100 feet of walking down, uh, uh, again, we have 40 feet of bright for, like, 1.1 point. Uh, so you're able to see that as you pass downwards for the wall, you're able to see this stone ceilings from the area which would be underneath of where you guys had been previously. Uh, you see, obviously, as you get onto the ramp and you look to the side, the stones themselves are what occupy what would be the flooring as it is attached to the walls around. The stones are, like, a fucking foot and a half to two feet thick. <laughs> so, like, incredibly dense. <clears throat> uh, as you guys descend downwards, you see grand, still intact pillars in different corners of what would be the room of the landing. Uh, it occupies a pretty comparable space to what was above, uh, slightly bigger, so a square of about 30 by 30. So as you descend down, it's definitely a bigger room. Uh, and there is exclusively one hallway that extends down south. So immediately, if you were to land in the back corner of the room, it would be to your right. Uh, long hallway, about 15 feet wide. Mm. Uh, the stones in here, once more, look pretty intact. Uh, no real signs of damage, decay, or natural erosion. And if anything, down here, it feels strangely nicer. 
What do you mean by nicer? I mean in terms of like the absence of dust. Mm. Okay. It doesn't look like things down here were really damaged, and it doesn't look like <clears throat> things down here were really uh, affected necessarily in the stones. The stone, like the granite floor, uh, still looks mostly intact. It doesn't look like there's much damage. It doesn't look like there is a collection of dust. And then the marble wallings and ceilings look clean. Alright, shall we continue then? This is uh, supposedly <clears throat> is the level with the forge and the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's marble, not obsidian, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. marble. Yeah. <clears throat> the only things that were obsidian were the statues outside. Right. <clears throat> <clears throat> Continuing down the hallway? Continuing on down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so as you guys, 15 foot hallway, I don't know if we're going single file or if we're going multiple people in a line. I think we could do three by two, right? Mm-hmm. Or two okay. by three. Mm-hmm. I'd say, yeah, like. Two, two, two. Mm-hmm. Sure. Plus rear now. Mm-hmm. So shield shave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we could do like a triangle to try to keep sure. him in the center if we wanted to do that with force at the front. What direction probably... is the triangle? I would say that the front point would be the <laughs> singular Inverter. Is line. there a line through it? Yeah, <laughs> inverted no, line through it. Let's go. <laughs> it's a firing squad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would my wild shape probably conclude around this? I don't... I would say that you know that you probably only have about 10 minutes left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're getting very close to the conclusion of it. I'll stay a bear as long as I can. Cool, yeah. Uh, the pathway stretches very long uh, beyond what you guys are able to see for the uh, 20 of bright, 20 of dim, and then 60 of dark that extend out beyond that. Uh, for straight ahead, what would be clearly continuing southward. After about 30 feet, uh, there is a hallway to the left. Uh, and then after about another 30 feet, you would see just at the edge of your vision, inside of your dark vision, what looks like another gap in the walls to the left. No openings to the right. Okay. Uh, as we approach the first doorway, mm-hmm. am I getting a whiff of anything? Uh, you can make a perception check with advantage, yeah, sure. 14. 14. <clears throat> Uh, I will tell you that from inside of the first hallway, it smells like fresh fruits, vegetables, and delicious food. Mm. That's concerning. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Is it fresh? Yes. You sure did. It smells yep. like a delicious feast. I'm gonna stop walking. Cool. And point, and I'm gonna communicate that to the rest of you. Fresh. I think they have shepherd's pie. <laughs> runs ahead. What? It is cleaner down here. It is, yes. Perhaps. But as long as things have been... Perhaps magically preserved? Maybe. Or... Trick that we've seen before. It's a different style. To your nose? Do I smell the same thing? Mm-hmm. Delicious fresh fruits, vegetables, smell of, you know, roasting spigots and fires and delicious poultry. As if there was any spiders that were in the upper portions that were hungry. They would move further in to eat. The meal of honor. Unless they were all killed. Lots of duck. By the bahir. Then that's true. Why would the bahir not... Indulge itself. Fresh fruits. 
Only one way to find out. I suppose so. There is also seems to be another hallway further down the hall. We can at least look. Yeah, approach the first entryway and look in. Yep, go ahead and pop my head in. Yeah, so I'll say you approach the first entryway. Uh, your sword is illuminated. I'll say that you obviously hold it out slightly extended in front of you. You see that it is about a 15-foot hallway, uh, about uh, 8 to 10 feet wide, uh, and then it opens up into a large, long, rectangular room. And inside are many stalls, wooden platforms, uh, stalls on top of them. Uh, you can see primitive, you know, small wooden stairs that are still intact, clean, ascending up to these platforms on the close proximate wall to where you are standing. And it looks like a grand market. Hmm. You can see in the stalls what look like uh, in the distance still, despite the dim light, shining colorful fruits and vegetables. And you get the wonderful aroma of a fresh meal. I'm gonna go ahead and step on in. Signal for the rest of the people if they want to take a look. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You begin to walk in. Uh, please make a wisdom saving throw. Mm -hmm. That ain't good. <laughs> Six. Oh no. It's okay. The DC's five, guys. Probably <laughs> <laughs> not on this floor. <laughs> You asking me to prom? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, he signals I'll go in. Follow him. Yep. Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Just I'm gonna. The silence. Mm -hmm. All that was. Yeah. Uh -huh. Strong icebreaker. Yeah. yeah, I'd be following him in. Yeah. He beckons you, and I'm gonna shudder and continue walking forward, uh -huh. shaking my head. <laughs> yep. Yeah, if you guys walk in following Vorst, uh, you can see same thing. Uh, what looks like a large stage on the eastern wall. So for the entirety of this room, for what we're able to see. Uh, it looks like it's obviously rectangular. We've entered in from uh, the lower corner. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> uh, for what you guys are able to see, it's going to extend out beyond the entirety of your dark vision because it's an enormous room. Sure. Um, for width, uh, it's about 40 feet wide. Uh, 45 feet wide, sorry. Um, the western wall has some... Uh, additional stalls as well. It looks like there are areas in which there are small, like, primitive cabin-style buildings, uh, small uh, stone roofs. Uh, again, the, the buildings themselves would be entirely constructed of stone. You can see glorious signs on them, uh, written in Dwarvish. Uh, so for the people that can speak Dwarvish, uh, you would see that these are indicating to you that these are small areas for sitting, for being able to eat, in case you don't want to eat out as you're walking around inside of the market district. 
the large area on the right side that is the elevated platform uh, where there are stairs. So like, consider a stage effectively, but the stage has stairs elevating up available to it around the entirety of the stage. So the elevated platform itself, you can see, is supported underneath uh, by small uh, stone pillars. The platform is only an elevation of about eight feet, so it's nothing like massive or absurd. Uh, the steps are like a set of, you know, five to six as they ascend up. Uh, but this way you're able to see, when you're anywhere inside of the market district, you're able to see the entire length of the areas in which the stalls are. And you can see that every, you know, couple of feet, it looks like there are stalls filled with delicious apples and pears and uh, delicious vegetables, like root vegetables, potatoes, and things of that nature. Mm. <sighs> Walking in further. Yeah, and you guys watch as Vorse uh, ascends the stairs towards the stalls. I follow along. Mm-hmm. Mm. <clears throat> Same. Uh, I'll say that the first thing that you approach is... A stall where it is again um, think of almost like uh, how the, the barrels for like delicious pickles at the deli counter mm. are where you can see not pickles <laughs> no it's not going to be pickles because I know you don't like pickles <laughs> it's a, a standing it's stall <laughs> where at the front of it uh, you can see it's a standing barrel that is currently fully open the lid is off and you know standing against it at the side it's a barrel of about four foot high. You can see that inside are delicious red and yellow apples. Behind it, there is uh, a standing set of um, like a wooden support and then a basket above it where it kind of feeds into the bucket mm. with like a tube lining in between. Um, is, every is everything stationary? Yeah. Um, is there steam coming off of any of the hot vegetables or foods? Uh, I'll say that what looks like about 15, 20 feet ahead are the areas in which you can see long uh, rectangular tables adorning the stage. Um, where, yeah, it looks like there is steam rising over, we'll say, like a pair of roasted chickens and a delicious turkey. Fully basted and roasted, golden brown. No doubt. Make it a beeline right for that table. This is sure. I'll say that as you rush forward, your hand impulsively reaches out and plucks an apple from this barrel. Mm -hmm. And sword goes down. Like as to not hold the loft to see anymore, it kind of just goes down. As okay, I'm not. I'm just eating. Can and I? I'm walking to the table. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! What? I I don't want him to eat anything. I don't. What would you like far, to do? I would like to knock whatever he grabbed out of his hand. Sure. Uh, I will say that you pull the apple. The apple is in your hand. I'll ask you to make an attack roll, and I will ask you to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh... That's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> How bad is it? <laughs> yes! You feed him. <laughs> I will say that you are in a state of panic, thinking that there is obviously something malevolent, misaligned with what is going on here, and you swipe and reach out desperately, and Vorst pulls his hand 
You watch as he pulls the apple towards his mouth and sinks his teeth into the delicious flesh of this apple. Does it make apple sounds when he does that? Yeah, you hear the familiar crunch. Um, Forrest probably don't eat any of this. Still eating. Yeah, you see him spit rip, it out. Rip it in, <laughs> in your mouth. Grab his jaw. Yeah, you watch as he rips this large chunk of this apple out. You all see the interior for what looks like a delicious, crisp apple. I'll ask you to make an investigation check. <laughs> Go time out. Oh, you too! <laughs> Investigation, he said. It's an 11. An 11? Yeah. I'll say that as this touches your tongue, you're filled with the sweet aroma of a delicious red apple. Mm. Now I ask you to make a con save. Oh... Eighteen. Eighteen? Okay. Yeah, I'll say that you swallow and it feels smooth and very sweet and juicy. It's made of plastic. Vorst, stop eating that. Vorst, think about where we are. Do you really trust that food, Vorst? I'm going to look around the room, like, to see if there's any... For Weirda. Yeah, Weirda's just kind of, like, standing here with you guys. As I'm saying this to Vorst, I'm going to kind of look around the room to see if there are any... Respectfully, friends? No, any inconsistencies. Sure, uh, you can make an investigation check. I'm gonna mind Ethier. Mm-hmm. Oh no, guys, we're on fire. Ten. Ten? Uh, yeah, I mean. What idea do you have in your mind for inconsistencies? Do you mean in like the setup and portrayal of the market? Do you mean in the ambiance for what you've experienced so far and fell farther than for here? No, I mean, um, well, it's it's clearly inconsistent, um, but there's obviously overwhelming sensations that there's food and, and everything here. I guess like an inconsistency, if this is an illusion, are there any cracks? Mm. Expecting it to be an illusion. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll say that Any off smells, stuff like that. Yeah, any, sure. anything I mean, that kind of... I'm going to say with a 10 that you emotionally are aware that something is wrong, but everything feels so fucking believable. Okay. Like, this is... If this is false, this is so realistic that even seeing him bite and eat the apple to you as an intelligent person, how the fuck does that not break an illusion? Right. That would be what I would say with a 10. To think think about it. Just kind of like look around at everything. Just kind of pause. Just just overwhelmed. Did someone make all of this food? Somebody had to have. Who? There's no one here. It's just us as far as we know. We were told the spiders like the market. Because of the food that was here. They maintain the market. 
That's a very different dance routine than spiders. I don't like it. Eight-legged cat pan. Oh, no. I used to say that I would not expect there to still be food here. Even if it were kept. By some sort of magic. It must have rotted by now. Do they... But even if it had not. Ransacked by spiders, according to Balo. Sure. And yet... Potential survivors? No, I don't. Seems unlikely. If there were any, I'm sure the Bahir would have found them. Ceilings are about 30 feet high, 35 feet high. Anything carved in the ceiling? Carved? No. Okay. No. Okay. Nope. There's like a big, a big I'm going moon. to say that as this is occurring, you are continuing to move towards the table with delicious roasted meats. I'm going to walk over and grab Vorst. Physically stop him from eating. Sure, you can make a grapple check. <coughs> you will resist the grapple check. Uh, I'm imagining athletics is the better score for you, so you will use athletics. It's an 18. 19. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll Strong say you, boys. You wrap your arms around Vorst. Vorst, stop. Well, we have to. You don't eat any more of this food. Just thought that we should. No, you shouldn't. Not anymore. Vorst? Even Nesgrim. I say I'm random here. I mean, I have a hand on you. I didn't understand that. I thought you were going to ask me a question that I was waiting. (laughs) I'm going to say that you move forward and grab him. You've got a good grip on him. You explain what you said. Uh, And I'm going to say that you guys, you know, out of the peripheral vision for the people that are still around here looking around at other stuff. You just see Reardon just like double fist and apples. Can someone? <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> Forced! Grab, just knock him out of his hands with like bare hands. You can make the attack. Do it again. <laughs> you shove both into his Natural twenty. <laughs> Not in my house. I'm Strength? A, uh, uh, it's an attack roll. So... I am a 13 for my deck save. 11. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, Rarity just sees bear paws, just starts to swipe down at him as he's holding the apples and goes, Oh, shit! <laughs> just throws the apples up in the air. Rarity, stop. What? Don't eat any of this. Fucking apples, man. Why, oh. would, why would there be fresh, fresh food in the uh, midst of a, a dwarven ruins that have been... Snacks. No, uh, who made? Who could have made these snack stairs? people? <laughs> snack makers. Scrap <laughs> two more apples. We probably only trust the snacks that we brought in. Yes. You guys brought snacks. Yes, we brought Keep snacks. Here has plenty of snacks. <laughs> <laughs> we brought here. snacks from home. Home snacks. I've been yes. cursed by food before. You should stop eating it. <laughs> Remember the tea? Yes. I drank tea and then I could not stop drinking. gross. I couldn't stop drinking water. <laughs> Why the fuck did you drink tea? And then I started coughing dirt. Yeah, because it's tea. It's made with dirt. <laughs> did, didn't the, the shamans drink tea? Yeah. He's not a shaman. But you wanted to do hot stuff. But hot stuff. I don't get to drink tea. 
But if you had been able to drink tea, would have been great. I love, tea. <laughs> <laughs> I love the one so much. I don't understand. <laughs> stop! Stop eating the food. Stop it. I didn't eat any. You're also hugging my way. body. <laughs> I'm stopping him from eating food. But it's good food, right? It's not good food. Went Forrest, down all isn't right. It, isn't it good? He's fine. Forrest, stay out of this. Can we tell something's wrong with Forrest? As you can make an investigation check. Am I still moving towards the table? That's trying you would be attempting to. You <laughs> would genuinely be wiggling in his arms. I will say that enough time has passed that you would contest the grapple check. So, athletics and either acrobatics or athletics for you. 17. <laughs> 17? Yeah, you can tell that there's just like a, a hazy mist in Vorth's eyes. And his gaze is affixed to this table. 12. 19. Yeah, I'm going to keep a good grip on him. I, I do not say this lightly, nor have I said it in quite some time. This food is cursed. I love apples. I also love but apples. But do you love cursed apples? I've never had a cursed apple. You would I can't not. imagine it would be enjoyable. No. Please. Can I just knock all the stuff off this floor? Bear in a marketplace. Fucking hate everything. <laughs> Could you shave no. it into a bowl, please? Just no more. Just push all of it. We're on the stage. Yeah, just sure. Just Make an investigation it. check. <laughs> what does that mean? 18. 18? Yeah. You go and you grab the, like, barrel of apples. And as you go to move the barrel of apples, you see all the ba- like the apples from within sprout small legs, like spider legs. I knew it! I knew it! And begin to wiggle as you pour a barrel of spiders out onto the ground. No! No! <laughs> I knew it! All. I hate it! Oh, it's my worst nightmare. Oh, do I see the spiders? As you see, all of you see the spiders, you recognize instantly for the illusory principles here, breaking as the spiders roll around on the ground and you... I fucking ate one! (laughs) (laughs) It what? You eat it! How many did you eat? One. One! I eat spiders all the time, dude! In his hand, as you're struggling with him, you also see a large spider missing like the head and most of the abdomen. Smack it out of his hand. Oh, I hate this. Oh. But how much protein did he get? Dude, it's pretty good. <laughs> I, you said it went down already. That's gotta be part of a ration. You, you passed the concept. You guys are fucking mixing out. <laughs> right? I'm telling you. There's all this fresh food in here. <laughs> did you mean, oh, it's free range animals? Yeah, no, you see spiders just begin scurrying away. They're scurrying away. Um, yep. So what, what, what about so the rest sad. of the area? Um... Oh uh, yeah, no. All the barrels and things that were fruits and vegetables, you recognize are spiders that are just the barrels that are still. Are there standing. eggs or are they spiders? Spiders. Okay. I okay. St- I thought they were eggs. <laughs> just mortified. Okay. Okay. I yeah, thought no. there were eggs hatching. No, okay. I would say that in areas on the underside of the storage behind it, you do see that there are the apples that are there that look like they are gathered and collected around the edges are in fact larval sacks for eggs. 
how what's the biggest one that we see in the cluster of spiders running away you said uh, oh, of the spiders that are fleeing? Yes. I mean, only about palm size. Oh my. Is it the fucking, like, turkey that just runs <laughs> 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 away? Yeah, dude, there's a bigger oh, one that's definitely the turkey on the table oh. that's just kind of standing there motionless. <laughs> it's like, do they see me? <laughs> Did it break yet? <laughs> Shit! <laughs> the the just the was told. <laughs> He's still got the little white things at the end of two of his feet. Yep. <laughs> 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 He's He's going. <laughs> He's wearing an apple in his mouth. I'll be your girl. I'm slowly move the torch toward it. Yeah. Just. Yeah, no, you see this motionless spider as the torch. And I just. In it. And you, yeah, just. <laughs> yeah, it makes a horrifying screeching sound. He's lit on fire and just scurries and flops ah, off the table. I mean, go! I mean, go! And at that, all of the other spiders that are on the tables for the remainder of the stage would recognize that one of them has been intentionally burned and are scurrying to the opposite end of the room. I'm going to look up. Yeah, no, you look up. I'll say that you had asked if there was anything carved into the ceilings or anything like you that. You didn't ask if there was a giant spider. <laughs> 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 he said, I'm not carved. I'm not carved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm real. Susan's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, there's nothing carved on. That's it. That's all you wanted. But protruding. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to see if there was like a moon carved on the ceiling that was like rebirthing no. the food. No, or not in this room, though. No, uh, there was spider. That's nightmare fuel. If I have a nightmare, I'm waking you up. That's fine. I don't he won't be asleep. Yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you, uh, in, in the presence of the ceiling, like you see, you know, in the areas of the corner now, in the support beams, like along the heights as your vision kind of like collects and adjusts itself and recognizes the illusion like the illusory principles that are here uh, you do see like thin gossamer threads they don't they don't look like webs they look like ironically enough think of garland mm. like the thin tinsel you would see wrapped around this room at the heights very thin pair you know, here, a couple here, stretching into points like looped and arching back up towards the center, just drooping because of tension. But yeah, okay. all along the heights and ceilings. No spiders or anything like that, though. Um, so, as the spiders are fleeing the room, are they going any particular direction? They would be fleeing to the opposite side from where you guys came in, so they would leave the area of what you're able to see and scurry swiftly on the ground. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Alright, well, I think we should quickly leave this room. Do I still feel compelled to eat anything? <laughs> yes. Oh, does it still... They're scurrying away, and he does have you in his grasp. Does mm-hmm. it still look like a marketplace? Uh, yeah, it looks like a marketplace, <clears throat> but like as the barrel is pushed over... Yeah, no, you're contesting again. No, um, <clears throat> Don't do it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> bad. It's good. It's dead. <laughs> 18. Cool. Damn, uh, dude. Yeah, I would say that as like the things were pushed over, you would see that the barrels themselves uh, are look- also spiders. <laughs> 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 one of those on fire. Everything is spiders. <laughs> no wonder 
they uh, had asses. No, you, Spiders? you would see that the barrels look like the wood themselves is obviously uh, kind of rotten uh, and wet. The like stage beneath your feet looks like it's intact, obviously. But like as the illusory principles of things around you kind of begin to fade and you recognize a little bit better about your surroundings, yeah, everything looks like it's not remotely as damaged as it was on the upper floor. But like in a slight obvious sense of disrepair, lack of upkeep. Mm. So like uh, fragmented pieces of wood. Obviously now tough to tell from the bear breaking a bunch of stuff and stuff being lit on fire. Uh, it had to be done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had to cook the turkey. Come mm-hmm. on. <laughs> as much as I would love to get out of this room. I think 22. that this is somewhere that we should search for the things we came for. Not a bad idea. I don't know how much searching you'll get done with. Just sh- hungry. Vorst, can I, can I trust you to not try to eat the food? I'm very hungry. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go ahead and keep a loving hold down hold, the Vorst. I'll hold down the Vorst, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna uh, lock him up like Vorst knocks. I guess I'll start frantically looking. Uh, you said the stalls were labeled. Mm-hmm. Uh, for it would be in dwarvish. It would indicate the things that should have been there. Right. For various <laughs> fruits, vegetables, and things like that. So is it? It's all food related then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, Doc. The webs on the ceiling around the room. Yeah. Do they look like they're in a pattern of any kind? Uh, you can make an investigation check. Come on down. Uh, dirty 20. Hell yeah. Dirty 20. Yes. Yes. Does it look like a magic symbol of some kind? Yes. Cool. That's what I thought. Yes. Cool. Good. I'd like to look at what the symbol looks like in your eyes. I would, yes. In your eyes. Fucking spider. Spider magic is cast by using a a weave. Mm -hmm. Oh, a weave. Mm -hmm. John, you webs. Yeah, that would make sense that they can do some weird shit with webs. And you weave a web. Yeah. And you can put... You apply the dodgeball logic to magic. If you can weave a web, you can weave a spell. Mm -hmm. Damn, that's highly offensive. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) If you take a moment to try to observe (laughs) this symbol (laughs) and with what you got, give it to you. Oh, Jesus. Uh, That's not good. I don't like all those triangles. I love them, Paul. <laughs> I noticed. Uh, I'm going to just... <laughs> hey! 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 This one's crossing the point. Mm-hmm. And crossing the point. Mm-hmm. So it's all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, the one at the bottom, there is the breakage. Okay. It's a break. Yes. An, an actual break. Yes. Okay. I'm going to just gesture up at the ceiling. Uh, and then... Uh, the ceiling. Fe- Felix. I was already looking at... Sorry. No, I wasn't. It's I was looking at the stalls now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, and I just kind of, what are you? in the air, with my finger, trace the webs. Uh, it, it, not not completely, just kind of pointing to like. You said it. You said trace. Yeah, you said the webs. Trace it. Dawn. All right. Okay. You might as well read the symbols. Uh, <laughs> you said you trace them. Does this mean anything to me? As he traces this symbol in the air. Uh, I mean, I'll say that no, you're not familiar with what this is. Uh, it is not a symbol that you. Uh, but I do see what he's tracing. Yeah. It is physically there. Correct. All right, well, you're not crazy this time. At yep. Least. Uh, Don, <laughs> roll your burnout die, please. What are you casting? We're about to find uh, out. Nine. Nine. Yes. All right, so you're not going to burn out. That's, does he lose a spell slot? <laughs> as you trace this symbol in the webs on the ceiling above you. In the weave, Don. <laughs> you watch as the gossamer threads slightly begin to vibrate, like residual tension straight unified in all of the webs above you. And you see this horrifying kind of, at the obvious edge of where the light would be, because it's a 30 foot high ceiling, so your lights are only about 20 feet up, you're five feet high. Outside of that bright light, you see cascading down this black rain. We're going to go oh, there. God, I regret everything. Word <laughs> <laughs> choice is important. Because I know, but Ether doesn't. I know it was a mistake, but he doesn't know what the weave is because he's a cleric. Do you look at fucking? Do you look at it, Don? Do you look at it? Oh. I'm looking at it because he pointed it uh, out to me. And no, then he, Paul. And then he traced it. Uh, yeah, he, he got turned to stone because ooh. he looked at a fucking gorgon. Because he looked at a uh, he looked at a Medusa. And got oh, turned that's to stone. right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I love that one. Can't get the caterers, dude. Thank you so much, Don. God damn it. Well, I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> You're gonna get fucking whipped. Ethier doesn't know. is gonna learn tomorrow. <laughs> like, tomorrow, you don't get a short rest or a long rest. I don't need to sleep. You're getting beat. Cold <laughs> <laughs> sleep. Hey, uh, why? God, I, I slept like you shit learn. last night. Uh, didn't teach you dwarvish and magic. <laughs> Uh, well, friends, thank you very much for watching tonight. I uh, appreciate you being here. Thank you very much uh, for the gifted sub, Volpix, uh, for the raid um, from Demon Gund and uh, Just Joe for the follow. We really appreciate it, as well as John with the resub as well. Uh, thank you guys very much for watching. You're if you're welcome. new here, make sure you follow so you can find us again. Uh, <laughs> we stream D&D three times a week, Tuesday, Friday, Sunday. Uh, Tuesday and Friday are 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Sunday is 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Those are our three homebrew campaigns. Uh, you can check out more on our website, notgreatrpg.com. You can join our Discord by typing exclamation mark Discord in the chat. Uh, we'll be live next on Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time for the Lost Kings of Adora, so make sure you guys are there, and we will see you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye, friends. Good night.